<laughs> no beep. No. Hello? 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 Are we here? Hello, you're here. Uh-oh, I have no sound. Welcome back to Real You're muted room. again. Oh, I am. I'm muted in Discord. My uh, bad. <laughs> Let's My go. Fault. It's Monday. <laughs> it's, it's not a Monday if we don't have at least one, one. mess up. One. Yep. That's yeah. it. That's all you get. The rest of the show. That's all you get. Happened. Hi, John. Man. Hi. Hi, Dano. How are we doing today? I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, you, you've still been struggling. Yeah. Uh, today's the first day where I actually have felt like kind of normal. <laughs> still got oh, a little man. bit going on upstairs. Shit's still kind of draining and everything. Hello, Amanda. Good evening to you. But, Hola. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> Hola. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Uh, still, still kind of fighting it. What am I? What day am I on, Steph? Twenty one, twenty two, something. Twenty three. Twenty three. Something. I don't days. even remember. Is it really? Because yeah. almost a month, I've been sick. Oh my been, god! Because uh, I saw your Hell I saw that. your parents three weeks ago on Saturday. That's right. Yeah, and uh, it is now two week or two uh, a Monday after those three Saturdays, so that's twenty one, twenty twenty three days. <laughs> so forgive that's my how you coughing. Know you're still. Old. That's how you know you're getting old because it takes longer to recover from that shit. Well, I don't think it's so much that because like when I quit smoking, I had basically the same thing, and it took me like three days to get over it. I had a, a cough Damn. and some like you know stuff coming out of my chest from chest from when I quit vaping. I had smoker's flu, quotations there for people who can't see me. Smoker's flu. <laughs> Did, do um, you get the cravings and stuff from that anymore? We haven't talked oh yeah. about it in a while. I had a, I had a bunch earlier today, actually. Where really? I was like, I got into a coughing fit, and I coughed for like five minutes straight, coughed a bunch of shit up this morning, and was like sweating, and was like trying to get myself to calm down. And that's how I used to get myself to calm down was I'd, I'd smoke and just kind Hit of... a vape. Yep. And I'd take a vape pit and calm down and chill out. And I had um, had a couple little cravings. But it's not as bad as... I, I don't even realize that that type of thing is happening until it actually is over with. So that's are, kinda... are you still keeping the gum industry in business? Uh, no. Or have you kind of curbed that too? I haven't chewed too? a piece of gum in probably six weeks. <laughs> really? Yeah. See, I'm not a big gum chewer either. And Owen gave me one the I other never day. It was, like a, a minty, it was like a minty watermelon. And I was like, 
damn, see, this is why I don't do this shit, because now I want another one. No, He's like, yeah, I got right. more, and I'm like, no, I don't want any more, dude. Like, this is how I get torn up cheeks and the side of my tongue and yeah. shit, because I, 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 yeah, I imagine down. If, if I ate a piece of gum right now, I'd probably rebite my... <laughs> I'd probably oh, rebite my goddamn cheeks and shit. <laughs> uh, Mama Steve, I'm glad I didn't share with you guys too. Like I was super worried about that, and now all the guys at work um, are sick as well. But oh, no. um, I knew that I was sick, and so I kind of isolated myself in my office, which I'm kind of back off in the corners there. So I and none of them have the same symptoms that I had. Like they're they're saying that like just their back of their throat's a little bit sore, and like you know. They're just kind of head congested, like, you know, one of the kids had a fever today. Like, <laughs> oh man. So yeah, but we're 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 on the mend. Uh, Stephanie still doesn't have any taste or smell. She's been sick basically right along with me, so we've been miserable here at the uh, just got off podcast technical headquarters. It's been <laughs> fucking ridiculous. So, but anyway, <laughs> so we are on season two, episode 12, 12 today yeah. is September 11th. Um, this is a, uh, pretty, pretty significant um, day. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, this one goes back a little <laughs> bit and I'll touch on that here in a minute. I'm going to go ahead and give our, uh, national holidays. Um, obviously straight out of the gate today is national Patriot day. Ooh. Um, national make your bed day. Do you make your bed every day? I do not. I fling the covers off either. and I'm out. See ya. Now, See, Stephanie, I'm the same way. Tell it... them the first thing she will do is usually before she grabs, I don't even really know if it's that's the thing or not, but she'll grab the broom and she'll sweep the floor. She's looking at me back there. See her? Oh, I know. She'll sweep <laughs> the floor, which I'm surprised she's not doing right now. Paint she's painting her fingernails, but then she will also make the bed, which, you know, in four hours after we get home, it'll be destroyed again because we'll be sleeping. That's okay. Right. That's her thing. Now, see, so. my thing is, is I don't make it in the morning, one, because I get up at 4.30, 5 o'clock, and Karina's still in there. <laughs> right. And for now. Like this morning, <laughs> this morning I got up, and Karina wasn't even in the bed. She's been having problems and comes out here and sleeps on the couch. She's, she can't get comfortable in the bed for some reason. But um, so I got up, went ahead and got ready, came out. The dog was still in the bed. He was the only one left back here. I just left him back here. But before I go to bed every night, I will make the bed. Karina in it or not, I will take the comforter. Oh, first of all, fitted sheets, they don't fucking fit anything. Somebody tagged me in this earlier, or tagged Karina or somebody. She, uh, Yeah, they don't fit on beds. I don't understand it. Oh, I saw her post, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fitted sheets. Every sheet. night. Yeah, um, okay, whatever. It, every night I'm pulling the corner up and rehooking it on. And uh so I do that every night. I get my pillow set and then I take the comforter and I flip it out to where it is flat and even and nice and then I'll flip the corner down and I'll I'll hop in. Right. So I do I I make my bed at night right before I get get in. Like cuz that's when I care about it most is starting to get comfortable. I don't want to crawl into a wadded up mess. So I don't know. That's that's where I am with the uh, making my bed. I do it just not when everybody else does it. Yeah, I I sleep I sleep with a fan on. So like, Stephanie will make the bed, but nine times out of ten we will have one or two. We'll have two covers. Like we'll have a you know like a comforter or whatever. I don't sleep with a flat sheet. 
Can't stand it. I don't either. Like the thin, like the thin sheets that come with the kit, the sets or whatever, the bed sets. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do those either. <laughs> no, I will not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, we have a comforter, and then we have like a one of those. Uh, what's it? The red and black thing made out of? It's just a fleece throw. She said, whatever that means, like that just basically like a foot cover, you know. And, See, and I, I can, and I can't, I can't cover up in like that anything anyway. that's like soft and fuzzy like that. It's too hot. It, it makes me way too damn yeah. hot. I, I, I'm fine with the comforter, the thick comforters, but the material of it is cool. It, it's like the perfect. It's breathable, I guess. Like the fleece stuff is too damn hot for me. Hmm. Now she's got a blanket. Um, she, she'll, most of the time we both end up under separate blankets. We start out, she has her little soft fleece one and then the comforter over top of it. And then I'm just under the comforter, but throughout the night she kicks the comforter off. She's got her fleece soft one and then I've got the comforter. So, um, let's see national hot cross bun day. What the hell is hot cross buns? It's a fucking thing you play on piano, man. No, I know that, but it like, are these like actual like buns? Like a I, hot, are hamburger buns? I don't know. What is a hot cross bun? I feel like this is like an Italian. It's, um, they look like. Let's see, a uh, hot cross bun is a spiced bun, usually made with a fruit marked with a cross at the top which has been traditionally eaten on Good Friday in the United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, Canada, India, Pakistan, Malta, United States, and the Commonwealth Caribbean. Never seen one in the United States in my 31 years. The main ingredients are wheat flour, currants, 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 or raisins with spices. Do you like raisins? I love raisins, man. I like raisins, too. I used to eat those when I was a kid. My grandma like used to buy a bunch brain. of them, and then I would eat the little boxes. See, now, see, that's where we separate, because I don't like raisin cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the little red boxes of uh, I, uh, just pull them out of there. I am going to have to have Stephanie make me some hot cross buns. Hey, can you make me your hot cross buns? I she said Karina not tonight. Would too. <laughs> I wasn't talking about food. No. <laughs> Karina used to make me beer bread. <laughs> And anybody beer bread? That oh, I love know, beer bread. <laughs> oh, and anybody that knows Karina knows that she is a cake person. She likes cakes. She likes. She's very good at making cakes and cupcakes and stuff like I, that. Uh, Cookies. Not, I've I've seen them on video, but I have not. Do you know how to have like really good cookies? They're called drop drop. She's gonna correct me if she's still listening. Drop sheet cookies. So basically, you put them all on a cookie sheet like you normally do. Okay, and yep. when you pull them out of the oven. You have a towel sitting there on your yep. counter, cleared off area. You take the pan and you drop it. Drop it on the towel. So you get these fat cookies that are full of air. And as soon as they hit the countertop, they go, and all the air goes out of them. Huh. Never seen that in my entire life until I got with her and she made them one time. Well, the first time she did it, I was like, what the fuck? Did you burn yourself? Are you okay? <laughs> like, what happened? Like, I figured... Okay, no, she, she, see, I knew she was going to correct me, but I thought she burnt herself because she dropped the pan on the counter, and she's like, no, 
did you see him get small? And I'm like, no. But like the next time she did it, I was like, holy cow, that's crazy. So what does that do? Does that does that make him like like denser? Takes, I to me, I feel like it takes the air and the dryness out of it, and just leaves like the moist cookie part. Yeah, that's what she's that's, gonna. Yeah. She's gonna go ahead and. Karina will tell you she'll she'll hop back in here and tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're um, gonna be informed. You just do that with most cookies, she said. Huh. All right. Never seen that. Um, so let's let's touch on the September 11th. Um, I don't think I've ever had this discussion with you. I don't think but, we've, had, we've talked about. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, this is the number one question that that today everybody gets asked, and, and I and everybody else that's watching, um, feel free to chime in too and let us know, you know, your answer to this. But do you know where you were and what you were doing mm-hmm. when when nine eleven happened? Yep, absolutely. I was in uh, Mr. Payton's Business Foundations class, uh, which would have what, been what my, grade were you in? Uh, I was a sophomore in high school. Holy shit! Okay. Yep. So you you had a you had probably had more of a firm understanding yeah, of I had what a firm was, grasp going, of what on, was going on. Yeah. I mean, immediately once they, within two hours, by let's just say by noon of them identifying the fact that the planes had been hijacked, they had been hijacked by terrorists. I knew for the fact at that point that this was a planned terrorist attack. And that we would be retaliating as a nation, as the United States of America, and we would be deploying somewhere to go stomp a mud hole in somebody's ass. That's crazy. Yeah. So, see, for me, like, I was in fourth grade. <coughs> so, that's not, like, I didn't know what the Twin Towers were. Like, right. as a fourth grader, like, I'm t- I was 10, I think. So, I don't even know what a terrorist is. Right. I've never experienced or learned about anything like that in my life, you know. So, like, they're playing it on the TVs in the school and, like, on the news stations and showing, like, the replays of the buildings falling and the, the planes hitting and stuff like that. And it not nothing registered. It didn't make any sense to me. Like, and I don't think a lot of us kids knew. I think it was just one of those things that, like, like we're talking about today – it's something that was a historical moment that we all remember and we know what happened that day. Like I remember going home well, I was going to a babysitter at the end of fourth grade, but I had went to the babysitter's house and I remember getting off the bus and there was probably like six of us. And she like, usually we would go outside and play like it was pretty nice, you know, cool fall weather. And, but as soon as we got the bus, like she kind of, pulled us all in the house and like told us we weren't allowed to go outside and play that day. And, you know, it was one of those deals where I'm reading dad's comment. I'm trying not, I'm sorry. I'm laughing about that. We're talking about this for audio uh, listeners. You guys yeah. don't get to see what was just commented, but my dad just said, you knew a terrorist and you just didn't know it. Your yeah, mom, yeah, LOL. Your mom. <laughs> you, my dad just played a, your mom joke on me. Yeah. <laughs> but, that's funny but but it was one of those deals yeah like she shoot us off the bus and right into the house and like in the playroom there was a tv and i remember like the tv being on and um like again it was just constant replays of 
what had happened. And but I remember leaving, and like I, I don't remember who explained it to me or gave me a better concept of it, but I do remember like looking in the sky and somebody pointing out that there wasn't a single like white streak in the air. Right. Like it was just blue sky. There was yeah, no planes, yeah. no jet. There was no jet trails like you see, like, you know, because we're right in between. Right where I'm at, we're pretty heavily populated with planes because we're oh, yeah, right sure. in the middle of Indianapolis and Cincinnati. Right. They fly right over our head. And so, I mean, in the summer, if it's a clear day, you can see every damn jet trail in the sky from them traveling from point A to point B. So, yeah, it was it was kind of weird, you know, for me just because I didn't know what the hell happened, you know, until you start getting older. Like, I think I, it really registered for me, like, in middle school, you know, when we started learning more right. about it, you know, and learning that we could be in the military and that we could have been drafted and stuff like that, you know, like back in those days, you know, as soon as you turn 18, you, you had to register. And yeah, it was pretty wild. Uh, my mom said I was in the Hardy's drive up when they hit the second tower on my way to work in the pharmacy at CVS. We pulled a small TV into the pharmacy and watched the news coverage all day. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what we did. Like, we let we actually left school early that day, and I remember just being um, being at a friend's house and like just watching, like just everything like was like you know so new like nothing like that of that scale had like ever fucking happened, and like it was just crazy. Like I just I I remember being exactly where I was like. I remember Chris Barrett, who was our fo- football coach. I remember him coming in, and I think it was called Channel One News, is what that yeah. fucking program was yeah. called. Yeah, we had we had Channel One when I was in school too. <coughs> yeah, and uh, so you come in, and he says, "Hey, you guys need to turn your TV on, turn Channel One." So we turn it on, and like within thirty seconds of him turning it on, like it was the, the second plane hit the tower. Like we watched it live. And it was it's like fucking like what the fuck just happened? And like we're all sitting there like are, are like are we being attacked? Like what's what's going on? You know, we all had these questions, yeah. and the news isn't even answering the fucking questions. We're like we don't have nothing going on. We don't have any information for you at this time, other than it appears that the World Trade Centers have been bombed. At that time, they had been bombed. You know, they yeah, didn't, they didn't even it's... really understand that like a plane had hit the tower. Yeah, until yeah, until you like, and I think that's why they slowed it down so much over time is just to show the slow motion views from the plane. Because I I think I remember one of them, the tower was in the front, and there was an angle of a plane coming in from the backside. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm I'm looking at that picture you're describing right now. It's from it's from across the Hudson River, and the sky is all literally all black with smoke. And yeah. there's a look, looks like a silhouette of a jet getting ready to hit the, I, I, would, I would think it's the South Tower. Let's see what way is the wind blowing there. No, that would be, yeah, that would be the South Tower. Crazy, man. Have you, uh, have you actually got to visit Ground Zero? I have never even been to New York. Really? No. So, 
Um, my buddy was in the military, and he was stationed up <laughs> in Fort Drum, New York, and uh, we went up there. Um, uh, me and an ex, and then his sister, and so my buddy's sister and brother, and a cousin. We all road tripped up there for my buddy and his wife, where they were staying. We were going to go to Times Square for the ball drop there on New Year's. Right. Right on Times Square. And um, it was pretty crazy because we, we, we partied on Times Square that night, and then the next day we went back to New, New York City to kind of do some sightseeing and stuff. And it's wild. I mean, that, that whole fucking area is huge. Oh, yeah. Like, I could, I just couldn't imagine, like, when they show the aerial footage and stuff of all the buildings, just the two, both towers crumbled on the ground and how far out it is, I, it's just hard to put in perspective when you're standing at literal ground zero and right. looking around, you know, of yeah, how the, much the, ground the, was covered from the rubble and the yeah, debris. Yeah, the debris field was just absolutely horrendously big. It's it's just heartbreaking. I've got a fun, I've got a book or a pamphlet or something somewhere when when we came off we got off the train we came up on the ground level out of the train station and there was a guy up there selling stuff. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a book. I don't know, but um, it was like a flyer and stuff too that had like showed you know tourists and stuff that have never been in that area how things used to look right, and the yeah. same views without the towers and everything now. But it is a very, very cool thing to go look at. It's pretty damn wild. Mm. Um, Let's see. My dad said, I was working at Sandman Brothers dealership. We were watching on the TV in the customer waiting area. Um, Karina said she was overly sheltered and have no memory of it. <laughs> Which is true, man. <laughs> Uh, Rex said, I was driving a semi into Arlington when it came over the radio, so I stopped by my house and watched the news. Um, your mom says we have crazy. all those books. Cole, hell yeah, what's Everson up, Cole? Ray? Cole's in here. <laughs> <laughs> Cole, where were you when 9 11 happened? Do you, do you remember how old you were, what you were doing, where you were at? Fuck you, Hider. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't help myself. I know we haven't got the soundboard out today. <laughs> but yeah, po- post in there in the comments. Anybody that's watching, you know, wherever you were at. Um, but yeah, it's it's a pretty cool thing. I mean, you should definitely go check out the the Ground Zero Memorial. I mean, it's it's an incredible thing to see. Um, one of the other things we did when we were down there in New York City too. I don't know if you've ever seen the TV show uh, Cake Boss. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love Crazy. It's it's basically set up like a like a BMV. You know how you like you walk in, you walk up to this little thing and you pull a number? Uh-huh. That's how Cake Boss is. You walk in, you pull a number and there's a number up on a screen and when your number like you while you're looking around, you like you look at different cakes and cookies and cupcakes and all kinds of other shit that they have. Right. You decide then what you want. And then when your number comes up, they'll call your number and you go up there and you tell them, okay, yep, I want this. And then you pay for it and go. Huh, it's, it's not like you get in a line. Everybody kind of just wanders around and looks into very organized. Next number. Next number. It, w- it wasn't <laughs> us in the Krispy Kreme thing? 
No, dude. No. <laughs> but they but the cool thing is too, and I don't have the pictures. The thing that they do have in common with the Krispy Kreme place that we went to there in uh Tennessee is um they have a massive window that looks back into their kitchen where they're baking all these cakes and decorating them and stuff. And it is badass. They have like a little turntable that they have a cake on and they just spin it. It's sitting there spinning in a circle real quick. And they've got a guy going in there and like trimming everything out and rounding everything and making it all perfect. And then he'll take, he'll take this little knife and he'll cut through a layer. And then when he gets to the end, he'll like flip it up and then like catch it on another little sheet. And I'm like, Man, your kitchen would be destroyed if I tried something like that. <laughs> but it was really cool, you know, to watch them you know, yeah. to do that. Yeah, I mean, um, you'd be good. I mean, like, I'm I haven't done it in a while, but I got really good at doing doing the pizza. Really, the pizza. Yeah. I've never made like homemade pizza though. Oh, dude, it's the best. I I need a good recipe, use, so I used use to this do like knuckle. the homemade pizzas, but I just get the um. Like the rolls, you just like peel the paper back, poof, and it rolls out of the This is the motion right here. You make a hook, and this is what pushes the lip of the crust, and then you make this motion. And then this hand is just a guide. This is just like a little like a little arm that would come out for like a record player, right? That would hold the needle. So you just go like this and you just take this hand and flip it over this one. And go like that, and then it just spin it spins on this hand right here. Uh, I don't believe you. Uh, Stephanie, I, I don't know if you can hear me, but uh, we're going to need you to go make up some dough. And uh, Dana's going to toss some dough to us live. She's not listening. That's a fucking It's still shocker. coming through the no, thing. Oh, well, here. There. Uh, real quick, Cole also <laughs> said, I was looking out our picture window at my grandparents waiting on the bus. I was in preschool. They canceled school that day, of course. So bus never showed. LOL. <laughs> I Damn. Can't, I can't turn him up too loud, so you're just going to have to put your ears on, I guess. Or tune, so, in, tune yeah. into the podcast so Cole, and be late like Cole, everybody Cole else. Got a, Cole's school bus did not show up that day. School was canceled. He was in preschool. I didn't realize that he was that much younger than me. She's trying to listen to what you I'm said. Sorry. Ask her the question again. Yeah, because I couldn't hear you. You need to go make up some pizza dough right now. Get a ball of it. And then Dano is going to toss it live. I'm do the you thought things. you thought you had sweeping priorities every day no. for what's sitting on your living room floor. Wait till Dano gets done with this no. pizza, though. Not tonight. She just did her nails, so that's <laughs> not happening. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's crazy. Oh shit. <coughs> All right. Um, yeah, he's ten years younger than me. Yeah, he's three years. So he would have been. He would have been in kindergarten. So I was sixteen uh, at the time. I just turned sixteen. No, he would have been in first grade. If he's three years younger than me, I was in fourth. He may have got so held back. Third, I don't know. Second, first, sixth grade. Sixth grade to me, you're in kindergarten. Hey, knowing Cole, we're not going to rule that out. <laughs> hey, quit that, judging that people. That checks out. That <laughs> checks out. <laughs> oh, Correct man. answer. <laughs> um so let's see <coughs> uh, i think i think we're ready to go i'm um, right. you're you, it's you for this day stuff? in history right uh, all right yep we're going we're Uh-oh. going did you do way it way back way 
you back. Who's so don't don't fucking tell me that this whole world was started on September 11th by Adam and Eve. No. In the year number nine. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's way back there. I just thought it was funny because it was so far back there. It's 200 and, you know, 12 years ago. What the fuck did they do? Like, they uh, just saw the first tree fall? Like, what happened? Uh, the Battle of Teutoburg Forest ends after four days with a Germanic alliance defeating Roman forces and putting an end to the expansion of the empire east of the Rhine River. Of course it was in a fucking forest. I was close. The tree fell. They were watching the trees fall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ever Man. seen the movie uh, Braveheart? With Mel Gibson? Um, man, if I did, it was a long time ago. <laughs> Cole it, said, it and I, got my, I never got held back, and I got my diploma. Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Correct poor, answer. Poor Cole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a direct relation to the movie Braveheart. In 1297, battle at Stirling Bridge, Scottish rebel, rebel William Wallace defeated the English. That battle scene is in the movie Braveheart. Nice. Where he fucking takes the sword and he fucking throws the sword. And it spins See, through I, the See, like air. I'm saying, it's been a long time if, if I've ever seen that movie. <coughs> this fucker's good. I told Karina to surprise I'm, me with the monster flavor tonight. What you got tonight? Ultra Most, watermelon. Ultra watermelon. That's pretty good. Now I That's want... That's a pretty can, too. Now I want uh, the old bubblicious watermelon. Just straight up watermelon bubblicious bubblegum. Oh my god. Fun story. That was how I learned my lesson not to steal. That was my dad's <laughs> favorite bubblegum. I remember going through the Walmart checkout in Rushville. I was a young feller. Still wet behind the ears. And um, I saw it. I grabbed it. Put it in my pocket. And uh, we get out in the car. We get out in the car, and um, mom's kind of setting some things down. I was just with my mom. My dad wasn't with me, and um, I was like, "Oh, I got this," and I like set it up on the dash. And she's like, "Where did you get that?" And I said, "I got it in the store." And she's <laughs> like, "Did you steal that?" And I was like, "Yep." And she's like, "You can't do that. Like, we're going back in right now." So she like marches me back into the store and made me apologize and all kinds of shit. I was <laughs> humiliated. But all I wanted was to get dad a pack of watermelon bubblegum. Uh, poor John. Oh. <laughs> but lessons are learned. You don't steal at night. That... <laughs> yeah. That one stuck with me, though. <laughs> don't steal shit. It's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're riding. The more you know. Yeah. Damn it. All right. Uh, Go ahead. Um, to see. In 1847, uh, have you ever heard of Stephen Foster? I don't think so. Well, I know you've heard of this song. Oh, Susanna. Ba -bum 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 -bum. Keep State. going. Still not I ringing a bell. Still not, oh, <laughs> God damn it. Stephen fucking Foster. You ever seen Tombstone with Val Kilmer? Dude, Jesus I'm, Christ, I'm... you uneducated, <laughs> un-American piece of shit. God damn it. I'm here to fight or fuck, and I don't see your sister.
we're, we're going to have a problem. Jokes on you. I don't have a sister. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, for us educated yeah, see, there you go. Frog come in, save my ass there. Oh, Susanna, don't you cry for me. Yeah, what's and how, Yeah. It's an old we western song. Chris, are we going to call Froggy out on how old he is too? Well, he's got he may or not may not have a 5 in his name and it may or may not be the first number in his <laughs> Frog. Frog sitting there right now in his living room watching us. <laughs> in, all, in, all, in all fairness, I called him in for backup because I need an honest opinion on the audio microphone levels. And if there's one guy who watches this podcast, that's the guy that's going to be like, turn me up, turn you down, turn it off. This shit sucks. We're going home. (laughs) And lo and behold, Uh, I ask and my man delivers. Frog is on the mend as well he is just as sick as i am oh really <laughs> yes he is just as sick as i am and he oh, probably sucks, worked th- three times as hard as i i have in the last two weeks so uh i was supposed to join him this weekend and uh didn't get to because i felt so bad friday and saturday uh so it's it's been a brutal brutal couple weeks for the both of us <coughs> and once again i apologize for my coughing Jesus Christ. But anyway, back to O Susanna. In 1847, that was the first time that song was ever sung. Guy by the name of Stephen Foster. Gotcha. I'll have to look that up here later. Yeah, it's an old, old song they used to, uh, you know, Camp Town Race to sing this song. Do da. Do da. Do da. Same yep. thing. One of them old uh, trail songs. Uh, in 1853, <laughs> the first electric telegraph was used from Merchants Exchange, San Francisco to Point Lobos, California. Beam, oh, wow. beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> you know what it said? No. It said your mom. <laughs> Fuck you! How you doing? <laughs> Shit. Dana's going to be looking for a new podcast host here, mm-hmm. here shortly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halloween's coming up in 1857. Mountain Meadows Massacre. Mormons dressed as Indians and murdered 120 colonists in Utah. Holy shit. Yep. What year was that? In 1857. A couple years before the Civil War started. That's brutal, but absolutely clever. Yeah. I mean... They weren't all completely stupid back then. Nope. They were just crazy. I mean, that's right in in the, the, the era of, you know, fuck around and find out. You know what I mean? Uh, like, Fafo. Yeah. Fafo. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck around. Find out. <laughs> oh, Jimmy called me a bastard. <laughs> you know, like, God damn it. <laughs> Go tell his family what happened. <laughs> Piece of oh, shit. That Go, scared the shit out of me for real. Go tell Geraldine you said your mom's a whore. <laughs> you mother. <laughs> Piece of. <laughs> mother son of a. And one more for your dog, too, you piece of sh**. <laughs> You're out of control. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, now it's a party. Now it's a party. The first race at the Milwaukee Mile in West Allis, Wisconsin, is held the oldest major speedway in the world. Wow. And it's still running, ain't it? Uh, I believe so, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor Frog can't even move. I feel so sorry for the guy. He's he worked. Him and Bad Boy worked hard this weekend. They ran sound in a place called Thunder Valley, and a big biker rally on the south end of the state here, and they do a lot of work for that thing. So, damn. <coughs> uh, in 1909, German astronomer Max Wolf rediscovered Halley's Comet. The next appearance for Halley's Comet will be July 28th. In 2061. I should see that. We, we might make it. I'm, I'll be old as fuck. I will be frog old. How old will I be? <laughs> say I'm 39 now. So what did you say 30, it was? Four, it was in it was 38 61, years. you said? Yeah. I'll be 77. I'll be 69. 69! <laughs> you, you know what I was told today? You know what I was told today? You know what 71 is? What? 69 with two fingers in her ass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was told Uh, that today by my uh, team leader. (laughs) Um, Also, I got another quick joke for you. This one is Owen joke. Owen joke. I love Owen jokes. Oh, and it's a good one, too. He got Karina really good the other night. So, you're driving in a car, okay? In one lane, there's an old man. In the other lane, there's a baby. What are you going to hit? I'm probably going to hit the old man. You got to hit the brakes, Dano. <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> hey, dude, you know me a while. I don't lift. Fuck you. I'll kill hit us both. The- Hit the brakes. <laughs> he, he asked Karina that the other night when she was in the kitchen making <laughs> And she's like, oh, I guess I would. <laughs> I don't lift, dude. Fuck that. I'll kill us both. <laughs> uh, let's see. Have you ever seen the movie We Were Soldiers? I'm about tired of you asking me these questions, these old movies. <laughs> it's got Mel Gibson in it, dude. He's one of the greatest actors of all time. The only, like... Historical movie that I feel like I've seen with Mel Gibson is The Patriot. It is National Patriot Day. There you go. Okay. See, All right, I'm fully I'll give excused. You that one. <laughs> uh, well, that movie is about today in 1965. The first cavalry division of the United States Army arrived in Vietnam. In hmm. the in the in the Iadrang Valley. That's what that movie We Were Soldiers is about. Watch that movie. It's great. Uh, 1967, The Carol Burnett Show, starring Carol Burnett, premiered on CBS heard of that. in the U.S. That was today, 1967. Couldn't tell you what the hell she looked like, but I, I know of the she name. She was goofy, man. She was so goofy. Um, in Uh-oh. 1970. Uh-oh. Hang Uh-oh. on. What is this? A Rambucon? Tan? What's... Okay, so... Karina told me earlier when they went to the... (laughs) I don't know if you saw what was on this plate. It looked like hairy bull testicles is what it looked like. (laughs) Man, I'm really scared to try this. So, this is what it looks like. What in the fuck is that? That is a fruit. So one fun thing we do every once in a while when we go to the store, we go to the produce aisle and we try to get a 
fruit that we've never had. I think she said this is called, oh, excuse me, look it up on Google if you want a rambutan. Don't even fucking ask me spelling. <laughs> Rambu. Did it come up? Fruit. Looks like a little sea urchin, more or R-A-M-B-U-T-A-N. less. R-A-M-B-U-T-A-N. Is a medium-sized tropical tree in the family whatever's Latin name thing, science <laughs> and stuff. The name also refers to an edible fruit produced by this tree. Native to Southeast Asia. Okay. So, um, this is what it looks like inside. So, it's hollow in the middle. And it's got these little white fucking... What the fuck? It's a weird consistency, man. Taste is um, similar to lychee, as they belong I don't to know the what same that family. Is. Has a sweet, fruity flavor with a hint of acidity, reminiscent of strawberries and grapes. Okay. Well, it also a has a pit. Floral tropical so there's a, taste. There's a, there's a hollow piece that's like in half. And then there's a little pit and then fruit. Okay. I'm going to try this. Taste oh, my God. So this is what it looks like. Straight out of there before you cut it up, and there's oh, a pit like, right in the middle of it. Oh, so it's like a like a like a grape. It looks like a little onion bulb. Cool. All right, I'm gonna try it. Okay. John is now eating. It tastes like a grape. It, like it a grape. tastes like a. It tastes like a green grape, to be specific. Okay. So kind of tangy. Wow. No, like not. It's. It's more of like the like the green grapes are tangy. You let your to me. You, you let your grapes sit in a fridge for about a week and then eat them. They've got that okay. sweetness too. Okay. Hmm. Got a little snack. A little snacky snack. Oh, I just noticed that you are wearing your just got off podcast T-shirt <laughs> as am. well. Look at I that. <laughs> Look at that. Also, nice. I got a new mic cover too. Bam, show the people. Look at that. We're moving up in the world, guys. We got our own logos and shit. That's great. You, too, oh, can yeah. have Just Got Off Podcast merch. I can remember how to fucking do this. I can. Here, I got I you. I got it. I'm good. One-handed. Bam. I won. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> mm, click one of them links. It'll work. Click one of them. It'll take you right to the merch. You can get stuff. John got some beer glasses. Look pretty good. Um... I was most impressed with the tumbler that your mother showed me. She takes it everywhere. That tumbler looks I know. amazing. <laughs> it, yeah, it's really good. She um, <coughs> she had it at the football game this weekend too. Nice. Yep. 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 There goes my cat. Always representing. Go. There he is. Hello, kitty. Man, these are really good. I can hear. Buddy? But Karina said. She said. Karina that, said that. <laughs> these um, are really good. He said. <laughs> um, oh man. Well, and Karina said the kids love them. And I just heard, because I had this off because Karina walked in, and I can hear Bexley out there in the living room going, I want bite! <laughs> she wants another <laughs> bite of one. <laughs> All right. Snowball. Yep. Hardcore. All, All right. right. Go back we finished it. in 1967 is where we left off, by the way. In 1970, uh, rock guitar legend Jimi Hendrix gave what becomes his final interview uh, in England. He died eight days later in London. Oh, wow. That was today. Was what did his, he die of? Uh, who knows? Drug overdose, probably. Everybody says that he they, he was killed off by the government, but there's all kinds of like 
conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little video game history for you. In 1977, the Atari 2600, originally known as the Atari Video Computer System, Atari VCS, is yep. released in North America, revolutionizing the video game industry. Ta-da! Hmm. Oh, yeah. 1977. Uh, and then there was some boring stuff, and people hit some home runs and things. Uh, in 2017, Hurricane Irma leaves 7 million U.S. homes without power in Florida and Georgia. I just saw, so I just saw that on my, um, oh, fuck, the, the, what do they call that on Facebook, the memories? Yeah. Maybe that's what it is, just Facebook memories. There used to be a, oh, on this day is what it's called. But, um, yeah, I saw, like, I'm a geek dude when it comes to looking up that stuff, because I've got that radar that, like, chases, like, the wind pattern and stuff. Right. And, like, traces the direction and all that. And I remember I posted a screenshot showing that and then showing another one that was forming behind it that had not been named yet. Oh, but there wow, was another really? one that had formed behind it. Yeah. It, but I had remembered the night before looking at it and it was just a small cell and then like the next morning i mean it had like doubled in size <laughs> i'll be damn just kind of reading through a couple other things here but nothing seems to be jumping out of like hey this is cool let's see whose birthday well, you, it is today somebody we would know you only got five years or five years from 2017 to 23 i know so. there's not a whole lot that like really uh, Sean Livingston was born in 1985, American basketball player. He's born today. It's his birthday. Who else? Uh, let's see. Nobody crazy. Uh, Ed Reed, American Pro Football Hall of Famer. Oh yeah, ba- the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ludacris was born this day in 1977. The rapper, a uh, Luda. A, a, I want to know how do I know you're gay? Uh-oh. Probably because you're gonna say something stupid. Probably because I just did the Luda sound. No, because you listen to Coldplay. It just so happens today that the British guitarist John Buckland from Coldplay was born today in 1977. <laughs> <laughs> that's another forty. That's two weeks in a row. You got a forty-year-old virgin quote. Is it really? Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Sh- I'm pretty sure that's one of the things that they're asking, like when they're down in the basement <laughs> drinking, playing poker. You know how I know you're gay? <laughs> Listen to Coldplay. Because I put a giant box of porn on your porch and you didn't even watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harry Connick Jr. was born today in 1967. Who the fuck is that? Um, Moby. You know Moby who Dick? Moby is? <laughs> Moby Dick. Nope, never mind. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it. I don't know anybody else here. Damn, there's there's a lot of people born today. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck. Anyway, this has been this year day in history. I think maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm still so high I felt on like pills. we it's almost. Great. I 
felt like we almost broke some rules last week with the naming of um, a game, the comparisons and the quizzes that I put you on. So copyright laws say we can't say that. So say what? This one is titled "Are You Dumber Than a Child?" You can't say. Oh. It. Meh. <laughs> Meh. It's a uh, it, it's it's that Fuck TV em. show that's it's in reference. Smart this is a are. reference podcast, it's you sons a, it's of about bitches. A, it's about a certain grade level. Jeff Foxworthy is the host. After fourth, before sixth. Dano's dumber than a child. All right, so <laughs> we got. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got 15 questions. God damn, why so many you. questions, dude? I asked you 15 last week. Well, that was last week. I was on drugs. And you got to see, you said you were on drugs just a minute ago. Yeah, that's true. Okay, fire away. All right. Fuck. This one's easy. It's hard because what I can't read the What is the largest the continent? All right, so do you want me to get here? Let me, let's do this. Let's really quiz you. To make them more difficult, I'm going to see if you can answer them without multiple choice. Just straight okay. up fill in the blank. Okay. If you cannot, your hint will be I will give you the multiple choice and you can then choose from those examples. Okay. So what is the largest continent on Earth? <coughs> Europe. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <clears throat> it's Asia. Pangea. What <laughs> that doesn't count? Pangea's oh, still on Earth. Already, it just broke apart, right? You're you're already over one. Yeah, fuck. What is the capital of England? London. Yeah, buddy. Woo, ding! I like it when it dings. <laughs> All right. If there are eight apples and you take six, how many do you have? You have six. Yeah, good job. Yay! It's a little trick. It's a trick question. Yeah. <laughs> what is the largest ocean in the world? Ooh. Just just for fun, can you name the four? Uh, Antarctic, Indian, Pacific, and Atlantic. It, it's Arctic, but yes. Oh, it is the Antarctic Ocean. Yeah, so it'd be the Pacific Ocean. Correcto. Electrons have what kind of charge? Positive. Negative. Really? Hmm. I thought neurons had negative charges. Nope. Protons have the positive. Oh, yeah, that's right. Duh. God. Neurons have the neutral and the electrons have the negative. What is the chemical symbol for iron? Uh wow, I should know this. Um <laughs> Would you like the multiple cho- multiple choice uh, options? Uh, see that's silver. AU is silver. No. Um, I'm pretty sure AU is gold. Is AU gold? What's silver? I'm AG pretty is silver. Sure. AG is silver, I do believe. Yeah, give me the multiple choice. I R, P B, I, or F E. F E. There you go. Yeah. Who was the first person to invent a vaccine? Um, it was the polio vaccine. 
I don't know. Multiple choice me. Joseph Lister, William Harvey, Bruce Campbell, or Edward Jenner? Mm. None of those sound familiar. I don't think it's Jenner. Um, maybe it is Jenner. That sounds familiar. Let's go with Jenner. Yeah. You got it. Was it, Karina, was it, was Karina it the polio vaccine? I don't know what vaccine it was. It just uh, it just gives me no, the I'm option curious. to first vaccine. Cowpox. What would you say? Smallpox. Oh, I thought you said cowpox. I'm like, cowpox. I haven't heard yeah. of that one. <laughs> he found out that people were infected with cowpox were immune to smallpox. Hmm. I'll be damned. Okay, so cool. question number eight: How many points? Is the center of a bullseye worth in darts? Twenty-five. Fifty. Fifty is it? The 50? red circle is fifty. Oh, the green circle oh, is twenty-five. 25. Yeah, there's two five. sections to the bullseye. Yeah, because we had we had one of them like electronic dart boards that had little plastic tips, and it didn't have yep, a yep. it didn't have a center dot. Yep, those always uh, fucking something. broke off. Yeah. Um. What? process is used to purify copper to purify copper mm -hmm. smelting no no what that no that's to make it like like that's <laughs> no all right i'm going to give you the multiple choice here <laughs> osmosis purification photosynthesis electrolysis uh i'm going to go with electrolysis because you have to remove there we go. Uh, you have to take away the fucking <laughs> the iron in it to make it pure copper. Correct. If you turn it to make it pure copper, it'll turn green. If not, it'll turn red. So let's check your math skills out. How much is five cubed? Five cubed? Twenty-five. Yes. Uh, hundred and fucking million eight hundred and forty-seven. What? No. <laughs> Five, five cubes, cubes. Five times so, five times five. 125. There you go. We'll give it to you. You, I'm you thinking actually too thought fast. that one out. I'm thinking too fast. I was thinking like... What was I even thinking there? I don't know. Told you I'm on drugs. I don't know. You went, you went straight <laughs> to the millions, so I'm not real sure. Um, which country founded yoga? <laughs> I'll go with the multiple choice here. Uh, China? USA, Sweden, <laughs> or India? I'm going to go with China. <laughs> it is India. Really? Okay, that would have been my... I went with, I went with Sweden. So I got that one wrong, too. <coughs> they, don't, um, they don't need to found yoga. They have universal health care. Let's see. Four questions left. How many wings does a bee have? Oh, damn. I just saw this on Facebook the other day. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I believe they have four wings. Yes, yes. sir, they do. <laughs> um, which of these is the largest internal organ in the body? Finger, heart, liver, or lungs? Uh, probably your lungs, I would say. I don't know how big the human liver would be. Liver really? is the largest. Yep. What is the largest organ 
on the body? The skin. Correct. Yeah. yeah. That that's not that was a bonus question. Yeah, I gotta have I'll, a point. I'll, I'll give one. you a ding. I'll give you a ding. Um, what <laughs> is the most abundant gas in the Earth's atmosphere? Carbon dioxide. You suck tonight. I'm terrible. Nitrogen. Nitrogen? That would make yeah, sense. Yeah, nitrogen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, final question. What does M and Einstein's historically famous conclusion E equals MC squared stand for? Mass. Oh, there he goes. How many did you miss? One, oh, fuck hell. I don't know. <laughs> All two, of them. <laughs> three... Um, <coughs> four, five, um, let's see, six, you missed six, six yeah. of 15. That ain't bad. That's, that's really bad. For for having no answers and no prep time here to study, you I got can, a forty percent. I miss. I only got six of six of fifteen, right? No, you. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, I messed that up. I messed that up. So. Oh well, then okay. Yeah. All right. I only got six right out of fifteen. Oh, you still got a. No, you missed six. Is what I think. I just added up. Well, God damn it, John. If I only miss six, that's still a D plus. 60%. I think that's still an F. No, you got to get under 60 to get an F. Is that what the grading yes. scale is now? See, when I was in school, 69 or lower was an F. Well, 70 was a D minus. That's because it only taught you half the stuff you needed to know. That ain't no shit. God, that's frustrating. I don't know what kind of fucking school system they had in Rush County, but it probably wasn't as good as West Vigo. Well, Same. apparently our points averages were a lot higher. Yeah, they had to be. Um, Matt's down there talking <laughs> shit. Saying, He's been talking looks to like shit. I'm going yeah. bald. That's fine. Wait till he actually I cuts his care. hair. <laughs> Who me? Yeah. Then, then you do. Yeah, it like yeah. It's really... getting, it is. It is getting long. It is getting long. <laughs> I say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what is what is uh Kenyatta? Is, is that what I'm reading Ken right Yeda. on your next topic? Kenyatta. Okay. Kenyatta. What is Kenyatta? Kenyatta is the golf course I played this weekend on Friday. Oh, the, that's how you pronounce yes, it. Okay. It's called Kenyatta. And... See, it's different when I'm typing it in Google. <laughs> I am pretty sure that I played 36 holes while having a fever. Because <laughs> as soon as, like, as soon as I got home Thursday night, I started freaking out because I knew I had to play this. I had to go with my friend, and we had been waiting for this for a long time. This golf course is a top 100 golf course in the nation. It has one of the top 40 most beautiful holes of golf in the nation or in the world, according to golf digest, this place, John was absolutely fucking immaculate. And it's 30 minutes from my house. Called. Yeah, and, uh, and, and for all the people who are not 
aware of this place. Familiar, yeah. What what did you tell me that the uh, annual membership fee is in I've, order to be a member at this golf course? I've been told it's between fifty and sixty thousand dollars a year. <laughs> just to that give, is just sickening. to give you an idea, you have to have have a group of twenty four or more people for it to get the cost down to eight fifty per person per day. <laughs> so, so if you and I put together a just got off podcast outing, twenty four people. It's eight hundred and fifty dollars, and you play from basically eight a.m. until dark. Your lunch and drinks and everything are con- concluded. And I'm telling you what, it is well worth it. Eight hundred and fifty bucks. I'm telling you, it's worth every fucking penny because we had a very small group there. We did not see a soul the entire day. We played 36 holes of golf and didn't see anybody until hole 17. Really? Yeah, we had the whole fucking golf course to ourselves. Nobody breathing down our neck. Nobody hitting balls into us. Every hole you're standing on, you are in the hole. You can't see anything else from where you just came from, where you just shanked your tee shot into the woods on the previous hole. Absolutely amazing. That's nuts. And Matt just said you're crazy. He I, <coughs> I he did not pay eight hundred and fifty bucks. There was there was some uh I, so how did that work? My one of my bosses, I work at a golf course on the weekends, Mark's Par three, uh he decided that he was going to take me there for part of my birthday gift. That's why because he wanted, and I'm sure because he is a course owner he he probably gets a little bit of and he you knows know, some swings am, and deals with yeah, some other I'm places. I'm very passionate about the game of golf and the whole agriculture of golf and landscaping and the growing of grass and the cutting of grass I love the whole aspect of it they call me Divot Dan for a reason I'm the guy that fits you know spends 20 minutes on the green on every hole fixing all the pitch marks and shit. You know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I'm I that get guy. It. Yeah, I'm that guy. I, I, I'm very passionate about the game. And so, you know, as a gift to me, uh, he wanted me to, I had to, I had to throw him a little bit of money, obviously, because I didn't want him to like pay for the whole thing. But um, he was gracious enough to invite me as well. So, you know, thank you to Cliff for, <laughs> for, uh, that's cool, for taking me out there. But I'm, I'm telling you, man, it was amazing. I wish <laughs> I would have felt better. Um, so that I could have enjoyed it to like its full potential, but on the end of on the end of things, it was like I just sat back in the golf cart, dude, and was like, like taking I, it all in. Yeah, just like I didn't really want to talk. I just wanted to be like, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah. yeah, my wife's calling me out saying I am not going. <laughs> and Matt said I would have just asked for the money and skip playing. <laughs> One of these. So mo- I mean. What did the meal? I mean, did, did, what did they serve you? I mean, did you? I had. Did um, you eat there? Yeah, I had a ribeye. Had a ribeye sandwich. Oh uh, fuck! It was about as big as my forearm. It was probably I don't know, a good eighteen inches long, probably half inch thick. Damn. Had uh, some really. I had some. Uh, what the hell are them fucking? Chop, had chopped potatoes, like chopped garlic the potatoes. Scalped? Like the scalped, yeah, scalped potatoes. Not not scalped. They were just like little mini like potatoes, and they were just cut in fourths, like. Oh, cubed? Yeah, they were like cubed, I guess you could say. Okay. Yeah. So they were garlic, like garlic and like, uh, what do they call that stuff? Um, the Parmesan? Yeah, Parmesan. 
Garlic Parmesan potatoes. I, I am a foot. See, now we're in my jurisdiction, baby. <laughs> I like food. <laughs> and uh, we had some had some you know, bacon bacon baconized green beans. Uh, I didn't partake in any of the liquor because I didn't feel good. So, uh, but I wasn't missing that, out on this opportunity to go play this fucking golf course. And if you give me a minute, I will bring up the fucking website here. Hang on just a second. We're probably just figure on out how to tap into. I'm gonna figure out how to tap in. Oh, there we go. Look at this. Look at this. Give it birth to another one. Let's go. These things are fucking phenomenal. Oh, look. I just opened that bitch right up. Oh, you took away the cameras? Yeah, hold on. Oh, no. Coming back. Here we go. <laughs> look, see? I got, I got another one in here. John's splitting Bloop. wigs over here. Bloop. Oh wow, cool! Look at that. Little, I'm doing little piece in there. Wonder what kind of caveman weirdo was like. Oh, I don't know if we should eat this tin buck or whatever the hell we got. Should we eat? Should we eat should this? We eat this? You go first. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, window capture. Oh cow, this is really good. It's more work for sure <laughs> than eating a normal grape. But all right, here's here's just a sample image of. Uh, and Yeda Golf Club over there in Marshall, Illinois. I forgot you were so close to Illinois. Yeah, I'm 15 minutes away. Yeah. So yeah, the place is absolutely amazing. That. As you can see off in the distance in these pictures here, there's there's cornfield and stuff everywhere. This place is laid out to where you cannot see any of that stuff. You do not. That's kind of wild. Yeah, you do not have any clue that you are in. Midwestern Illinois, Indiana, in the Corn Belt. But it was absolutely beautiful. The weather was like 75. God damn, dude. <laughs> like, I I want to go back, like, tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I bet. Like, we, I want to uh... go when I, when I feel, when I feel like playing golf. Like, I didn't feel like playing golf. You know, like I was yeah. just so wore out from being sick and like, but I played, I played 36 holes <clears throat> and for as long as that course was played almost uh 6,600 yards. I shot 93, never been there. I didn't have anything over a seven. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, uh, I shot. And they say that's I, one of yeah. the hardest places, right? I mean, it's, a pretty... you know, actually it was a very there was not one hole that did not have a bunker on it. Really? Yeah. You either have to hit hit it past the bunker or you're in the bunker. One or the other. You can you could like you can lay up and be short but have two hundred and fifty yards for your second shot on a par four or you have to hit it over the bunker. The very first hole you have a like a fifteen yard wide landing spot at two hundred yards or you have to hit it over the bunker. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. I wouldn't know what to do in a place like that. Like, I, I, I enjoy playing golf, and I haven't played for got a while. I didn't even get my clubs out this year. Uh, wait a minute. I take that back. Me and Owen went and went to a driving range um, with Daniel and uh, his son. But, yeah, that is, um, man, I think that's the only time I got my clubs out. That's crazy. That's gorgeous, too, dude. This is one of the top 40 most beautiful holes in golf in the world. 
I believe it. <laughs> you can see where the you, you can see where the bunkers are. Yeah, they're just like, everywhere. That's two hundred and forty yards. You have to carry <laughs> them or play short. Or you're like and they were fucking everywhere. And it wasn't like going to your local like par four course or whatever or your municipal city course. I actually got to hit out of real sand. Like for real. And let me tell you that's what crazy. When you watch a <coughs> when you watch a YouTube tuto- YouTube tutorial on how to hit out of the sand and they tell you to like use the bottom of the club and thump the sand and like hit hit a disc this big underneath the ball yeah. hit this this far behind it and make a cup of sand and push the ball out it works. You can actually do it when it's real sand. You can hit a foot behind that ball and as long as there's sand pushing the ball up that ball will come out of there and pop out of there every single time. That's because wild. the sand is like as fluffy as flour. Like you pick it oh, up okay. and it yeah. just it just like it pancakes in your hand. It's so fluffy. It's not dense. That's awesome. It's dude. just like, so, so fluffy. Yeah. It's like fucking the first, weird. So the first time I've actually experienced sand like that was when we went <coughs> to when Karina and I were on our honeymoon. We went from West Palm Beach and we went over to Sarasota. Mm-hmm. And like in West Palm Beach, like it's nice. But like when you're walking on the sand, it's hot mm-hmm. for one, for two, and it it is very it's it kind of is like abrasive if you're walking on it quite a bit. It, like it wants to rub wrong on the bottom right. of your foot. When we went to Sarasota, it doesn't matter how fucking hot it is. That sand feels like it's always cool because it's so thin, just right. like you were talking about. But it's like a flower. Like... It looks white and like. But even when you like just pick to it up walk in your on hand, it feels so soft. It wants to act like sand and roll out of your hand. Right. This sand, if you pick it up and pick it straight up, it will not roll. It's almost like the kinetic sand. It's almost like kinetic sand. It's it's in, it's right. like fucking Play-Doh. It's crazy. But it's so soft That's that every insane, time you move dude. it, it's like, it's oh my God, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's like fi- so finely ground, it's insane. So... That's what I did on Friday. I wish I could have felt a little better, and you know, I was pretty happy with the way I played. My driver was on point. I averaged like two seventy two off the tee for carry distance, so like I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> I That's just wish awesome, I could have. Wish I, I could have enjoyed. Dude, you'll probably a get another. More. I feel like you, with with how avid of a golfer you are and how much you play, I feel like that opportunity will come up again. Yeah, I mean, it, sure and it's close and it's close enough to you that. It's easily doable. Right, yeah. It's tw- literally you know. 25 minutes from my house, and I've always wanted to play there. And when you drive in, it's a th- it's so far back off the, the road. I filmed it as we were driving in, and it's, what, what was it, Steph? Three minutes and like 45 seconds or something like that was the video I sent you. It's almost five minutes. It's three minutes and 45 seconds of a drive from the highway to get back to the clubhouse where you park. Like, dude brought Damn. the golf cart up around to us and shit, and like, it was amazing. Oh yeah, if you're paying that kind of money, like I'm surprised they don't send somebody out there to like clean your club faces and everything else too. Oh, they probably like, do if they have a huge group or whatever. But yeah, they like probably hospitality. Got, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they they, they assign you a caddy. <laughs> yeah, but the course was nice. It was laid out laid out super cool. It was for being the caliber of course that it was. Most of those courses like that, like Crooked Stick or Pebble Beach, are fucking difficult. They're hard to play. Yeah. This course was not actually that hard to play. 
It huh. was it was not the fairways. Well, and that's were, what makes it enjoyable too. Yeah, the fairways were wide. Their greens were you know a, put, a puttable speed. You know, I mean, it was just a just a great overall experience. It was it was awesome. I had a good time. <laughs> I had a good oh, time yeah, for dude. probably running a hundred degree fever the whole fucking time. <laughs> yeah, that that make that makes it hard to yeah. enjoy anything when you're sick. Um, let's see. <laughs> so that is what Kenyatta is. Kenyatta, I'll remember that now. Um, some, all right. Throw some pictures. You ready for some would you rather's? Yeah, let me put some of these pictures on here real quick on the Facebooky. Where am I at here? Would you rather see what was behind every closed door or be able to guess the combination of every safe on the first try? Ooh. Oh, people keep a lot of money in safes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's where I'm leaning behind to. Behind every closed door... You can see what is behind every closed door, or would you be able? Would you rather be able to guess the combination of every safe on the first try? That's a trick question. Closed door, because most safes have doors. I get it. Doors. Yeah. Well, so, all right. That's what you're going with. I'm going with doors. Yep. <laughs> Dumb logic. You know, I'm going to tell you why. So you're literally going to piss yourself off by l- being able to look what is behind that door and not have access to it. Nah. Right? No. Look at them fucking yeah. doors open. Huh? I can see in the door. I can see the fucking tumblers, man. Come on. <laughs> That's what's behind. Oh, okay. I see. I see what you did. I see what you're saying. You said tumblers, and the first place my mind went was the, the our tumblers that we. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that too. You know, just <laughs> you know, our, our tumblers that we have. You know, right here. They're they're right there on that link. If you click on that, we can got a uh, just got off tumblers. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> Shameless plug. He's wearing merch. He's got the little fucking spit thing on his fucking microphone. Hey, man. Mm. Rep the podcast. So, support us it's, out. It's, Buy it's, a shirt. <laughs> Whatever. It's hard out here. It's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I don't I'm, know. I, I don't... <sighs> now, if you said behind every locked door, I'd have went with safes. But... Since you said every door, I would assume that every door is open think, to me. I still think that I'm going to go with every safe. But just know the combination. I can guess the combination on the first try. Yeah, but can you have I, what's in the safe? Oh, fuck yeah. I think if you have access to it, you can... I mean, within reason, don't get caught. Right. Know what I mean? It's one of those deals. But I feel like uh, if, I, if I can guess the combination... On every safe, the first try, that saves me all kinds of time and hassle from being able to see what's behind the door, trying to figure out the tumblers, and, oh, 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 there's that one, oh, there's that, you know. fucking thing down, Mr. Escape Room. (laughs) 
Your whole life would be like a big giant escape room. You can't tell me you wouldn't enjoy that. What, behind the closed doors? Well, half the problem is you don't know that it's a door. Well, I mean, Karina and I just got pretty damn good at locating where these secret doors and stuff are. We're we're pretty good at locate. Like I get, me and Karina could walk into a room and before the intro video is done, we've already got the room broke down. Right. Which we like did a pretty good job of when we were in Nashville. Like we were all doing fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> like that. We don't give yeah, a fuck I mean, about that video, dude. Fuck your video. Well, I mean, I I do. Like I I they put a lot of work into those things. It's 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 like our intro. You know, we were talking about this earlier about how cool it is when people recognize like the little details that we do on our intro video and the sound effects and stuff like that but it's one of those that's like i appreciate what they do some of them are pretty damn funny you know they they put some comedy into them but at the same time like i'm looking around and i'm counting locks i'm figuring out which ones have three digit combinations which ones have the words is it a five letter word is it a four letter word yeah Uh, you know is it a four letter or a four number combination Okay, this one's a directional lock, so there's going to be up, downs, left, rights, directions, northeast, southwest. Jimmy ran down to the river, and then over to the right of him, he found a squirrel, you know, whatever, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's the shit that I think of. My mind's going 400 miles an hour, and I'm trying to process and break down everything in that room while trying to tell everybody in the room so everybody's kind of on the same page of what to look for. Right. So... You guys caught on very quick. Like, you guys are really fun to do escape rooms with just because you guys understand the concept of them. You've done a few of them right. now, and, like, it, everything clicks. Right. And you guys aren't stupid. Contrary to my are you dumber than a child test, you're not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we don't yell. Like, we figure it out, like, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, some people, man, they get they get pretty heated, and they're like, they get mad about it. Like, I don't know. <coughs> like, Pro- when we did our escape rooms down there with you guys, the only thing I was worried about was just getting out of the room. Like, I'm not going to be the cause of you guys <laughs> get, becoming, like, you know what I mean? Like, we could lose four rooms in a row and I'm just going to pack my shit up and go home. Like we're not, I'm not even going to worry about it. If we'd have lost the first two, I'd have been like, just here, here's the money to pay for our half of the room. We're going back home because it's not even worth, (laughs) can we just go do something else? Like where's the driving range? So Karina and I, like, I I don't even (laughs) remember what the number is now. Um, but it's, Oh, fuck. What is it? We're in the 40s, I think. Yeah, you're like 46 um, or 47, I think. God, it's been. Karina's not kidding. She commented and said it's been forever. Yeah, so we've done 44 rooms. And one of those, <coughs> we've only lost one. But we actually went back and did it again. And man, I can't even tell you. Like, I think our our game master was fucking terrified to even come in that room because Korean and I are extremely competitive people and right. we t- we take the escape room serious it's something that we thoroughly enjoy you know they're fun but it's a challenge you know and it's something that we work really well together you know she has her strengths and weaknesses and I do too and it just happens that my weaknesses are her strengths and you know right Vice versa. My, I'm, I'm handicapped as soon that, as I we... walk in. You want to know why? Because Stephanie can't see shit. 
Oh, Any, yeah. anything well, small Karina does a good job tiny? of uh, forgetting her fucking glasses everywhere we go. Yeah. She's got her glasses on, but that doesn't help. We're not in an escape room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Carrying on. Okay, yeah, anyway, you pick behind every closed door. I pick combination of every safe on the first try. Um, all right, next one. Would you rather snort obnoxiously every time you laughed or have a voice that sounds exactly like Janice from Friends? Oh, I'd rather snort. That fucking bitch is fucking annoying. <laughs> God damn it. Janla. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I I who am I talking about? Ever... <laughs> Stephanie got it. Yeah, Janice Cole Cole says snort all fucking all day. Fucking See, I've day. never seen God a full it. episode of Friends in my life. Not one full episode, never. But I, I know. I, what I, she okay, like. interesting fact about me. You all see the TV behind me there. Obviously, I don't watch it, but. Uh, I've seen every episode of Friends with the back of my head. I can re- I can practically tell you what episode they're on just from the audio. It's Trina fucking says, what terrible. happens if you already snort? <laughs> well, I mean, then you just got to go with Janice's voice. I mean, Chandler. No. Stop. <laughs> Don't do that to me. I got to live with her. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, I, you make your bed, buddy. Yeah, I, every night. <laughs> every night. <laughs> Cover this early. I make my bed at night. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And because you're doing this, she's going <coughs> to do her due diligence to make sure that she can say stupid shit like her just to annoy me from now on. Please do. Um, Please do, Karina. Make it happen. Jesus. Um. All right, last one. Would you rather shit bricks or puke slugs? I'd rather shit bricks. I hate throwing up. Yeah, but dude. Man, I wouldn't even care. I've had hemorrhoids before. They ain't that bad. It's all right. No, 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 no. It ain't the hemorrhoids. It's, dude. Oh, my God. Can you imagine shitting a brick? Um, well. <laughs> it caught Steffi off guard there for a second. <laughs> She's like, it's pretty fucking big. I I just I just I wouldn't even care, dude. Like the fucking butt. We're, we're, we're half and half in the comments here. We got the, one. The butthole would adapt. Bricks. Somebody the butthole would adapt. No, it won't. You don't ever come back from bricks. At least it'd be solid for once. Hunter said. Be eight oh, months Jesus. pregnant, slugs. <laughs> I just so we're, do not we're like, still half and half. I do not like because throwing you're, up, man. You're you're on bricks and I'm on slugs. We got there's got to be somebody else in here for a tiebreaker. Ten of you, we're literally in here now. We fucking we're yeah. literally three and three. Three and three. Come on. Uh oh. Come on, chat. Where's the fucking Jeopardy theme when I need it? I got this. Hold on. No, no, man. <laughs> man, we haven't heard anything from Keith today. Uh, he's he's uh, he was commenting earlier on his Facebook about you know, fucking nine days later, I think. So he's thanking people for happy birthdays or whatever. <laughs> oh, so he's, so he's, he's way behind them. Yeah, he's probably got some stuff going on. Man, oh, 
<laughs> I don't ask Owen. This ought to be good. I don't even know if that counts. Uh, he's, he's six. He's six. He do, man. He's six, but he's six in twenty twenty three. He knows what shit and bricks is. He has to. She, she's <laughs> literally this poor kid. It is almost ten o'clock. He's got school tomorrow. Owen said, Owen slug. said slugs. All right, let's go. <laughs> you fucking slug mouth motherfuckers. <laughs> uh. I just. See, I'm one of those, if I'm going to get sick, I just want to get it done and over with. They're, like, I guess the, for me, the older I've gotten, like, my diet affects me a lot more. Like, very rarely are uh, my number twos kind of there in the middle. It's either, like, I'm fucking blocked or I'm Hunter. So, <laughs> like... <laughs> That's it. Uh, yeah, I'm see, not getting any bricks. So there you go. That's two <laughs> more. Right, two That's... more. Yeah. So diet. diet. <laughs> <laughs> Something needs to be evaluated here. No fucking raisin bran for you, motherfuckers. Don't want it. Yeah. No. No more fiber. <laughs> yeah. I just. I'm, no, I didn't say no. What I meant by he said you're on a fucking diet. No, what I meant by diet is like your daily intake of what you eat <laughs> that's i mean that's what you would call i mean there, i guess there's different definitions for the word diet right well, i mean yeah you're either on a diet my daily diet is right <laughs> okay let's see i think that's it that's all i got all right that is all i got we need to make you a little would you rather sound effect somehow yeah i had to figure something out i don't even know what it would be i don't either we'll get something from a game show or something like hundred thousand dollar pyramid <laughs> or something because they kind of progressively get worse as they go down the tier you know <laughs> yeah yeah so this one for our just the tip topic tonight this one was uh kind of put in there to kind of bring awareness to it um I'm, I'm huge. I'm not on gonna this. name drop. I love this. this yeah, is good. I'm not gonna name drop on it just in case they don't want their name out there. But um, just mental health awareness, just uh, the daily stuff that everybody goes through and how it affects them. Um, and I kind of had a brief discussion with them trying to decide <laughs> how we wanted to tackle this and how we wanted to discuss this and what their overall goal was. And one of the things that we were discussing is, um. Thing, like different quotes that kind of put things in perspective um, or different quotes or things that you live by every day that are inspiring to you that that is kind of like your drive to get through the day or to get through whatever deal you're going through. Um, so I guess, I mean, any anybody in the chat is open to put any of that in there um like like i'll start like one of the quotes that i saw actually the other day i don't know if it was today or yesterday it was it was painted on the side of like an electrical box in one of the cities like next to homeless people and stuff and it said um just because i carry it well doesn't mean it's not heavy right talking about you know just just because i act normal and you know seem happy doesn't mean that 
that I that it doesn't wear me down every day, that I don't struggle from it every day. Um, and let me see. I know they had put some other things in here too. Um, let's see. Uh, I got to go back. There's one in... Um, in a in a show called I don't know if you've ever seen Black Sails or not, uh, but no, it's I have on not. Um, it's on Stars. Uh, let me see if I can find the exact wording here. That way I don't get it wrong because the way he says it, that's a good one from your mom. Don't give up. You have yeah. made it through one hundred percent of your bad days so far. That's a real good one. right. This this is one too um, that was shared. It says the same tree grows from sunlight, but it grows from rain as well. So even though you're going to have bright and happy days, you're also going to have those days where it rains and storms. But a tree grows. It it still moves on and carries on. Mm -hmm. Good and bad days are still encourage growth. I'm trying to find this Uh, one quote from here. Mindset won't change the shitty situation you're in, but a positive mindset changes you, which changes your ability to deal with the shitty situation that you are in. Mm-hmm. There's sun after rain and love after pain. So this is kind of this is kind of a long one, but I I love this show. It's about um, Captain James Flint and basically the book <laughs> called Treasure Island. I don't know if you ever read that book or not, but it's basically how mm-hmm. Captain Flint goes and hides his treasure. This is the lead up to how Captain Flint gets gets his treasure. Pirates right. of Nassau and all that stuff. Um, this is a quote from him talking about how the government portrays the pirates as monsters. It says, this is how they survive. You must know this. You're too smart not to know this. They paint the world full of shadows and then tell their children to stay close to the light. Their light, their reasons, their judgment. Because in the darkness, there be dragons. Wow. But it isn't true. We can prove that it isn't true. In the dark, there is discovery, there is possibility, there is freedom. In the dark, once someone has illuminated it. So even though you may be in a very, very dark place, all it takes is one person to bring light into your darkness. That's all it takes. Yeah. That's basically what that whole thing is. And the fact that... It's a perceived darkness, right? Right. It's what right. someone else perceives as the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. That was one of my favorites. And then here's another one from the uh, when the king brands us pirates, he doesn't mean to make us adversaries. He means to make us criminals. He means to make us monsters. Because monsters are scarier, right? Right, right. <laughs> um, Cole posted one just a second ago too it says mental health 
It is not a destination, but a process. It's about how you drive, not where you're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you from firsthand experience, if you have any inclination at all that you feel like you're fucked up, like your head is not right, go talk to someone. Message me on Facebook. I have been there. I personally have been in that spot, and Stephanie has been there with me where I was so fucked up and my brain was so brainwashed and backwards that I did what I was doing in my daily life to me was perceived as right because that's what I had to do to survive. But until I unknowingly reached out to frog and his family, Courtney and Landon, and we had a conversation at Olive Garden Remember, I did not know that I was that mentally fucked up from my job at the post office until I had that conversation. So, yeah, if you think you're if you have any inclination that you are not right in the head or you need to talk about something, just fucking there will be there will be zero. I can look at you dead in this camera and say there will be zero judgment from my end at all period you need to talk you call me you message me on facebook you text me your phone number and say hey man i need help i need to talk whatever i will immediately call you i will drop what i'm doing and i will call you period i will respond as soon as i see it right yeah (coughs) i mean it's it's crazy how many different battles people go through, you know, and that's like, you know, I was telling, um, these people that kind of brought up the mental health awareness situation, you know, he, he goes through some stuff too. And he's, he's found some light here. He's, he's, he's out of a, out of a little dark place and a hole and he's gotten better. Um, but dude, like every, everybody goes through stuff all the time. And I was telling him like, you know, it, it, it's all a variety you know, like, like I, I guess for anybody that's followed it, doesn't, I don't know, man. We, me and Karina are pretty open about our kids and having a good time and mm-hmm. everything else, but you know, nobody knows how hard this pregnancy's been. Like. I, I don't know. There, there's so many things that add up to it that it's hard to put into words. Like, you you can appreciate somebody and love them and care about them. My appreciation grew exponentially whenever I saw Karina go through what she did when she was pregnant with Bexley and when she had Bexley. It, there's there's things that when you see them and witness them with your own eyes, it's, you could just, you could never. Right. You know what I mean? It's one of those deals, but like. Yeah. It's like a holy shit moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just the, like I I never did finish it. Part of me wishes I would have. And then there's other parts of me that was just like, man, we're too busy to, like I started kind of like a, a journal and I only put like three or four entries in there when I, when we first got pregnant with Bexley. And it was one of those deals like, you know, basically 
talking to Bexley, I guess, like, you know, saying, like, your mom's, like, really sick, you know, like, she's not eating, like, anytime she eats, she feels sick, or, you know, she's never, she doesn't have any energy anymore, and, like, just, just the normal pregnancy stuff, but it's one of those deals that when you've been with somebody that's happy, and then they get pregnant, right. and it, all that is taken away, it sucks, <laughs> like, and and this one's been really hard, like, we were fortunate the first time because Karina was able to, she was working from home. Um, so it made it a lot easier because she was already home and could sit down right. and be able to be in the comfort of her own home. And with, with this one, you know, we both worked at the same place and, and it's, right. it's a very physical and mental and demanding job, you know, like you're, it takes toll like on we're you. on 10 hour day, we're, we're on 10 hour days this week and you know right. i'm i'm painting 650 plus caskets a day this week and you know when you're doing 50 60 hours and it's hotter and shit in there like it, it's already hard enough on her the way it is but any, anyway i guess they put they put her off work in the middle of june and told her like you're not going back to work until this baby's born and your your leave your right. your medical leave is served so she can't go back to work until second week of December. Right. You know, short-term disability for you, you know. So automatic six months off of work, big, big, I guess, pay cut, you know, right. more or less. Because, I mean, it's not a full paycheck like, you know, a normal family's getting. Plus, she's sick as shit. She was having problems where she was wanting to pass out all the time. Um, they, they thought that was a heart concern, and they're – they ran some tests and kind of ruled that out. And then there's some other things that, you know, blood sugar wise that, you know, now they've got her, they had her checking her blood sugar four times a day. Now she has to take insulin. It's just, I guess this is where my mental health is, is I'm, I'm ready for him to be here because I'm ready for her to be feeling good and starting to, get back to normality and not being sick all the time and not being miserable all the time. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a battle. Like I said, everybody has their own stuff that they go through and I'm not taking any, and I'm not trying to make this about me at all. Like I'm, I know she struggles with her own deal too, but I I think to both of you for, so I think this is the men's mental awareness part. Jesus Christ. Yeah. We see, and I, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure most of the guys in here in this chat have kids, so they see the struggles that their wife or fiance or girlfriend or whoever it was that birthed their child went through. I everybody checks on the woman by all means make sure they are okay too and do what you can sometimes it's one of those deals that I I ask Karina like what can I do what can I get you like are you okay like I I ask her every morning how she's feeling and and there's a lot of times where she feels like complete dog shit and there's not anything that I can do to help her you know I try to be there for her mentally and emotionally and if there is something I can do to make sure that she lets me know, but aside from that, most people don't check on the dad's side. Right. Like they yeah. don't, they don't check on us, you know, 
you know, to see well, dude, how yeah. we're doing dude, with dude, it. Dudes, this... are, dudes are tough. They just drink two or three beers when they come home and shake it off, you know, no, no big deal. You know, dudes are tough. Yeah. You know, dudes got no emotions. Yep. Bullshit. But I'm they... telling you, I'm, a, I'm as tough as they come. But a year and a half ago, I was as weak as they come. Yeah. I it's... was so fucking weak mentally that, like, dude, here's how weak I was. A clanking dish in my own kitchen sink set me off. <clears throat> From someone who does my dishes and does my laundry and takes care of the things that she shouldn't have to take care of because I'm perfectly capable of taking care of them. She does that because that's she feels that's her job. It is not her job, obviously. I can do it. I can help. She won't let me. But she was in there doing what she does and for no apparent reason, I was sitting in here just like I was fucking talking to you, you know, like we do pretty much every night in Discord. And she's in there 35 feet away, clanking dishes, and it fucking threw my headphones and video games going off. It, I blew up. I lost it. And I was like, I'm ready to burn this fucking house down, and I don't give a fuck what it takes. I'm not going to yeah. do this shit no more. And at that point, I realized I had a problem. And so I, I yeah. said, literally that next day, I said, I'm going to get help. I took myself out of the equation of work and went to the hospital and said, I need help. But it, I, I, it took that type of thing to happen for me to realize that, that I was that far beyond of fucking like just growing. Why, did my, why is my fucking face hurt every day? Because I'm grinding my face. I'm grinding my teeth when I sleep. I'm grinding my teeth yeah. when I'm sitting here playing video games. So, uh, your dad mentioned uh, a coworker says everyone is dealing with something, whether it's mental illness, cancer, hunger, death in the family, etc. And that reminds me of a quote that somebody used to, I saw a while back and still see to this day. Everybody is fighting a battle that you know nothing about. Everyone. Right. And all it says at the end of that quote is be kind. Everyone right. is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind. And that's it. And that's I want to I want to I want to touch on something too, a comment that got skipped there too, <laughs> not, not out of purposefully, but um Matt saying to try being a cop. Um Matt oh, yeah. has been yeah. a um city patrolman and he's been a deputy for god I don't even know how many years now. He's he's been on the force for a long damn time. Um, kudos, kudos I, to you, man. Thank you for your. And, and a lot of people don't realize either that I did about two years on the reserve, mm -hmm. and Matt was a big inspiration for that. Um, they they do ride-alongs to where you right now, if you lived here in Rush County, I think you just sign like a waiver, and then Matt could literally come to your house, pick you up, and you can ride with him on a shift. And Stephanie's you, son you, Dylan you, is a police officer. Yeah, you you pull. Yeah. I mean, it it is what it is. I mean, you pull people over <laughs> yeah. and you 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 sit in the car and watch them serve warrants and stuff. I mean, it it's it's you don't get the full extent of it. They they do what they got to do to keep you in an area and protected or whatever. But you still get to see what they go through in a in a shift. And I spent many hours riding around with Matt to figure out if that's something that I enjoyed and whatnot. And it's man, like. Being a cop in today's world would be is 
I don't even know if there's words for it, man. Because there's not. They they are like the heroes, but man, they are talked down on so bad. They are they are the ha- fucking it, black sheep of public security. People have no clue. Yeah, have no fucking no idea. fucking clue what what they go through. The people they got to deal with, the rude <coughs> comments and risking their life, and people doing stupid shit to risk their safety. Uh, just and then it's the the mental part of it. You know, Matt Matt's a good dude. I, I a lot of people see Matt as is the cop. You know, the uniform big bad guy. You know, and I've had many talks with Matt you know, b- behind closed doors. And I, I know how good of a person he truly is and how big of a heart he has and the, the mental health awareness, you know, and I know that's why he put on there is try being a cop because I know yeah. he may not say it, but I know damn well that there's God, like with the things that he's told me and the stories that he's told me when, when, you know, I, I was riding along with him, just things that he's seen, you know, Mm-hmm. It's uh, that's that's a hell of a burden that not not just Matt. I mean, cops all over this country struggle with, and then it falls right into the line with our our uh, you know armed forces. Yep. And all of PTSD our veterans that come and, back home yep. and the PTSD and stuff, you know, and and law enforcement and paramedics and you know oh, all yeah. of our first responders in all different districts and you know branches deal with. It's a uh, yeah, mental awareness. I mean, this is something that could just snowball. We can go on and on about it, but it's it, it all boils down to be you know, and the, and the guy that you know put this just the tip topic that you know felt that it would be a good idea for us to discuss it, and I couldn't agree more. You know, um, this this is probably one of the funniest guys I know, but I know it's one of the things that he deals with daily, mm-hmm. and. You know, I guess the message behind it is, you know, e- even if they are your funniest friend and they seem like they're okay, always check in. You know, yeah. just how you doing? Like legit in life. How how are things going? You know, are you okay? Because I'm fine can be taken in so many different contexts. I'm fine doesn't always you know. mean I'm fine. No, I uh. <laughs> I tell people I'm fine and we're fine all the time, you know, just I've came out and said more shit on this podcast about how I'm feeling tonight, you know, about this whole situation. And, you know, I I know, you know, Karina and I had a little breakdown, you know, here a few weeks ago, you know, and it's, it's one of those deals where it's, it's tough. This is a tough deal. And, you know, it's I worry about her daily, you know, and it's it's one of those double edged swords. You yep. know, I you gotta be you gotta be at work and making money and stuff to help do do what we gotta do to make things meet. But and but at the same time, like being here, you know, seeing her go through that like sucks sometimes, dude. Like Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm re- I'm re- I'm just ready for a little man to be here and both of them to be healthy and fine <laughs> and I I feel like Melvin I feel like that light is 
at the end of that tunnel, and I feel like that's when you're, I'll come yeah. out of you're my almost little dark there, man. place. <laughs> you're almost there, man. <laughs> Not just me, her, yeah. her too. <laughs> you guys are almost there. Now I will, you know, uh, I I will, uh, I will make you a promise that as soon as soon as little man pops out. I'm on the fucking way, dude. <laughs> like I'm, I'm coming, buddy. Like, like I, I, I don't have any kids of my own. So you know, the closest I've got is little little grandson here, Bronson. You know, who was here this afternoon. That's as closest I'm going to get. So I live vicariously through people that have kids. You know, I'm not going to ever have any kids of my own. So, you know, I'm I'm there to support other people. You know, like, and you're and a kid even, person too, because like I never was either until I turned like 25 of... and had a beard all the time. <laughs> like I never was. I would make kids cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and you still might be- make Bexley <laughs> cry, but both of my kids love you. Like right. anytime I come into, anytime I come into I this two room, too. You're right. I got to see my one yeah. of my goddaughters for the first time in like I don't know, 10, 12 years over the weekend. this yeah, past so, weekend. So that was. So Owen will want to play with you and talk your ear off and everything else. Bexley will be very quiet and reserved, I think. And then Matt mentioned Maxim. That is his four-year-old son. Maxim will cuss you out. Good kid. Absolutely good kid. He's super smart. His his speech is very well. He's a very well-spoken kid. He will cuss you out in perfect context. He will tell you to shut the hell up, and he will, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. wild kid. He's a good kid, <laughs> but holy cow. Yeah, he's he's a wild one for sure. Um, I never said I wanted kids until I spent too much time with our nieces and nephews. That changed my mind, and we had sissy. Best thing never happened to me. Yeah, I mean, it does. It changes your life. I mean, it it's wild, like, how many times... Like tonight, you know, Owen was a pain in the ass. He was, yeah, he was on one, had one of his attitudes, and you know, was driving Karina absolutely batshit crazy in the store, and he came home and was pissing Bexley off, and <laughs> you, you just want to beat him, them you know, too, and <laughs> in the bed with cold dinner, you know, just yep. <laughs> whatever. You know, and Bexley last night, you know, <coughs> when we were playing Minecraft, she was just absolutely losing her shit. She done had a bubble bath. Now it was Bubby's turn, and she was fucking mad about it. And it's just like, she would not stop screaming, not stop crying. And it's just like, it is yeah. bedtime, dude. But at the same time, like, I don't know what it was or how it happened. I think I pulled up a video of Bexley, and she was laughing at herself. And then it just was a huge rabbit hole. I'm scrolling to the bottom of my phone when she was first born, and I'm just like, holy shit. Where does the fucking time go? (laughs) Like, I literally just went through two years with a few thumb swipes. Like, holy crap. Yep. You know, and it just, I don't know. My mom posted a picture, too, the other day where they have, um, they had Owen and Bexley up there at the campgrounds. And my parents have like one of those round glass tables with a hole in the middle of it because you could take and stick a pole down in there for oh, the yeah. umbrellas I or saw, whatever. I saw this, yeah. Yeah, and Owen's sticking his toe up 
through the middle of it, and Bexley's like playing whack-a-mole with his toe, but it's like a side angle of Bexley's smile. Yeah, a little cheese. And yeah. it's just <laughs> such cute. a genuine smile, and it just it's one of those that just melts your heart, yeah. you know? I see those, and I'm like, ah, shit, that's so cute. You know, Stephanie, when Bronson's here, I don't get to see Bronson very often because, A, he's usually asleep when I leave for work, and he's usually sometimes gone before I even get By home. By the time you get home, yeah. So I don't get to see him very much. So she'll, you know, FaceTime me during the day or whatever and stuff. And, and he's to the age now where he knows exactly who I am. And Monday was one of the, I mean, he's what, eight, almost 18 months now? Almost 19 months. Maybe 19 months at the end of this month. Um, and Monday last week uh on labor day or whatever the fuck day it was um was one of the first days that i actually got to spend like a whole day with him and what was great about it is he has stephanie every single monday but he never gets to see me he didn't want anything to do with stephanie the whole day he didn't want nothing to do (laughs) with me with Mima at all it was all pop all day so we sat here and we beat on the computer and we watched over and walked, laid on the futon and shit or the, the sectional and rolled around on there and watched Moana and we went over and played race car and then we come over here and beat on the computer again and I just had the best six seven <laughs> uh, you know six seven hours you know of just him just soaking in everything and one of the cutest things ever I have mice everywhere right so I've got for my multiple computers, he knows, <laughs> this is what's crazy, he knows that one mouse is his and one mouse is mine. So if I take my hand <laughs> and put it on his mouse, he'll take my hand off of his mouse and put it over on my mouse. <laughs> like, no, that's mine, that's yeah. mine. <laughs> and he know they're, they're two different colors, right? One flashes and one's just solid blue. He knows that mine is the flashy one, the one that changes colors. And That's I can crazy. I can switch him around, and he will sit there and look at him, and try to figure out which one is changing colors because I have it real slow. Like right now, it's green. Yeah. Now it's, now it's purple. Now it's red. You know, so he'll sit there and watch it. <laughs> And he'll be like, oh, that's not the blue one. That one's pawpaws. And he'll figure it, take <laughs> he'll physically grab my hand, and take it over there and put it on the color changing mouse, and he'll know exactly. It's fucking. I I mean it's just fucking amazing. Like you said, you just go back and you look at shit, and it's like, God, where did that little, teeny tiny baby yeah. go? You know, yeah. he was so little the first time he was here at this house, and it's just like, God damn. And and, and <coughs> it's the same here. The kids spend a lot of time with Karina because she's she's home with them. You know, she's she was home with working from home when she had. Bexley and she was always here and I was at work and then same deal now you know like I'm at work from I'm out of the house at five o'clock in the morning and with what's working at 10 we're, we're not I'm not home till four thirty-five. right you know so she's got 12 hour segment there where it is nothing but just them so but it's one of those deals that um she like I'd be still a lot of stuff into her like the funny noises and the buys, uh, you know, the fucking the sound <laughs> yeah. effect here. That's you one know? of my like, favorite things. <laughs> you know, there's, there's funny and crazy and dumb shit that I, I do and she does back and that I teach her. And 
it's it's just wild how much kids pick up and learn you yeah. know and, and like any like i said anytime i walk in here very rarely there's sometimes she'll sit on a couch and watch coco melon or something but she gets distracted and runs and plays if we come <laughs> in here she will sit on my lap for like long periods of time if i put it up on here and she'll watch them and like i said we were trying to get the stuff ready for the podcast earlier and she was sitting here on my lap watching coco melon I've got the sound off just because I got the headphones on so I could talk to you. She don't give a shit. She just likes watching. She is completely just tied into it. Just focused in. Like see this is you know, this is or one of like the, the race cars. Things. Like and yeah, the race cars. Yeah. She would sit up here and just look at the and point and go vroom vroom. Like Karina sent me a Snapchat yeah. the other day where she was waiting on Owen to get out of school, so she sat back slow on her lap while they were waiting and she's got the steering wheel and she's going back and forth going like swinging it back and forth you know it's just (laughs) it's pretty cool like this like this picture just like i you know my whole life my dad has been a hard ass you know he's just been mean he doesn't really say much and anytime he says something you know especially when i was growing up i understand that like this is the way dads are you know they they (laughs) yell at their kids that's just how dads are right but then I, i look back and i'm like this little boy is not even my blood relation not even my own grandchild but yet here's my dad yeah holding that, holding that little boy my like he's parents, his own <laughs> you know like yep. my god like where does the like how how does life how does life serve that to you you know what i mean like and my Think about parents all the shit you had to go to this to picture. get to this point. <laughs> but I took this picture of um, my parents. My parents are huge. Like, they're a saving grace, man. Like, they are so supportive and have helped us in every aspect and every adventure that me and Karina have taken. I mean, whether it was with the wedding or Bexley or with Owen or, you know, Owen is not blown out <laughs> to them. Right. You know? And they they don't treat him any different than that. And I took this picture at Owen's football game the other night, um, or the other day, Saturday, when we were getting ready to leave. And I don't know. Is it focusing? Oh, yeah, it's going. Yeah. Look at you. They've got Owen's T-shirts on. So right. it's pickling on the back with his number. And they're holding Bexley's hand as we're walking out of the football stadium. Right. You know, I I just had to get that picture. Um, it's just, it's crazy. And, and I mean, we've kind of went full circle. And I think Cole mentioned it um, above, you know, that, you know, if you didn't have kids or you know, things like that in your life, grandkids, like you were talking about with Bronson, that something that drives us or inspires. I think we just found a common interest there that I think I would, he he put in there, I think I would struggle with more than, you know, one. So (laughs) there's my mom. I want that picture, please. (laughs) But um, I think these kids make it all worth it, you know, and, that's totally. a lot of my inspiration to get through the hard days in the paint booth or at work when we're hitting 100 plus degree temps and 
Days yeah. are long. Nights couple, are short. Yeah, couple more hours. Body hurts. See my kids. Yeah. Mentally fucking drained. You know, just I think that just being able to provide and knowing that they are healthy and happy and well taken care of it, it is definitely the flip side of the coin. I yeah. mean, it makes it all worth it for sure. You know. Yeah, I, I I never thought in a bajillion years that like I have a picture of Bronson like on my desk. He's sitting in a golf cart, you know, he's just holding on to the little fucking steering wheel, you know. And it's like it's just a simple fucking picture of just a little boy doing little boy things. Right. You know? But the fact that now I'm thirty nine years old, he calls me Paul you know, he's gonna call me Paul Paul, which was my grandpa's name i didn't know my mom's parents so yeah i only had one pawpaw and i had one memo that's memo i'm now pawpaw <laughs> you know and it's like it's just it's just weird because 15 years ago i was not that dude you know what i mean like yeah. 15 years ago i was playing music every weekend didn't have a didn't have a damn care in the world about kids and you know, my friends had kids and they're naming me a godparent and I'm just like, yeah, okay, cool. You know, yeah, sure, absolutely. It's great. But, you know, now that I got Bronson, it kind of yeah. opened up a whole new page of a book that, okay, there was a reason that they named me their godparent. I may not be blood relation or uncle or whatever, but I've always right. been uncle dan to anyone any one of my friends kids i've right. always been uncle dan it's not hey this is my buddy it's uncle dan you know so it's just it's just surreal that like i'm 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 39 and now i've got anything a dude could really ask for <laughs> you know <laughs> like it's fucked up man like i all i could think about today was leaving work 10 minutes early so that I could run to the bank real quick and then jet down fucking 25th Street and get home and see Bronson before his mom got here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's and nothing right. better. Yeah, that's crazy. There's I mean, it's nothing crazy. better than like coming home and I'm like, oh, and foobarred it a little bit today because normally when I get home, he's like, hi, John. Like, he's all excited. And today, like, he was hiding under his blanket on the couch. I didn't know it, and I didn't. I didn't do anything to m provoke it. But apparently, he had a bowl of cereal underneath there that he was eating, and he <laughs> spilled the cereal all over the fucking couch, trying to hide from me, just being doing Owen things. <laughs> but I mean, just e even even if you don't get to play with them, even if you don't get to do anything with them, just them being there. And when you open that door, yeah. like them yelling hi, 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 John, or like Bexley's like, hi, dad, dad, like she'll wave and then oh, like, yeah, the little, the little doorbell thing the other day, that was cute as fuck. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't even have the sound clip for that, but hi, dad, dad. Yeah, yeah, hi, dad. Like she, she likes pushing the button on our uh, ring doorbell on the back porch, and yeah, she, she knows that it goes to my phone, and she, hi, dad, dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, just, uh, see this fucked up. Like Karina just said, and like, I got apparently, that at work. Apparently, like, yeah, apparently your kids love me. 
They've never met me. Love you. You and I have only seen each other, what, four times in person? Yeah, I think so. Four times? Yeah. Yeah, four times in person. Yeah. Lincoln Park, two, three, yeah, four times in person. But the thing is, is I look forward to Mondays because I know we have the podcast, right? But then I also get yeah. to sit here for a couple hours and make faces at Bexley while she's sitting in your lap <laughs> while we're talking about what we're going to do on the podcast. And she just loves the shit out of it. And that makes my whole fucking Monday, dude. Like, it's, yeah. it's like, and as soon as she I need meets to, me. What I need to do, I need to get a splitter for this and get her, her own little set of headphones to put on. That yeah. way she can hear you too. <laughs> yeah. I like tell you what, what though, I mean. she's gonna she's gonna seize up when she first sees me, and then I'm gonna make some stupid face at her, and it's gonna it's gonna click, and then she's gonna come running right to me. I'm telling you, you're you're gonna you're gonna have to pry her off of Karina though, because she like that that is her like safety blanket when safety she's blanket. around somebody yeah. that she hasn't met. Oh yeah, yeah, she <laughs> she's like I'm telling you, you see it, you hear it. That girl is fucking wild. Yeah, absolutely wild. But <laughs> when it comes to meeting somebody. She's like, Mama, 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 Dada, Mama, Mama. <laughs> like she is hiding and very reserved and quiet. I it takes her a little bit coffin. to warm up. I'm, I'm losing it here. <laughs> but it's yeah, man, amazing. it's uh, it's fun. I we we gotta figure figure that out. And, and like I said, uh, this, uh oh, two what? We've passed the two hour mark. This is officially the longest podcast and just got off podcast history. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. Two hours and five minutes right now. And we did. We did make a decision earlier. I'll go ahead and let everybody know that for season three, so we got twenty episodes that we do in each season. For season three, we are going to push the time back to start time at eight o'clock. Yeah. So we're gonna start half hour earlier. Just it, it seems to work a little bit. It doesn't run so late into the night. Mondays are tough anyway. Right. Just because everybody's getting back in the rhythm of things for the week. Long, hard days. Tired, wore out. Yeah. So we're You going guys have to... done an amazing job sitting here with us tonight, though, by the way, for two hours and almost six minutes now. So, but we've, yeah. we've, we've rambled a lot. We've snowballed a lot. <laughs> and we can't we can't thank all of you guys enough. Right, we love you. We 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 think we were actually just talking about the analytics and stuff of this. Um, we, we were talking about how like the first few episodes we only had like four viewers, <laughs> and see Matt Matt works second shift, so he doesn't even get off until midnight. So <laughs> <laughs> he he could he's probably got his set up in his cruiser right now, just hanging out. But uh, but. Yeah, when we first started this deal, we only had like four viewers, you know, yeah. and then you were saying a couple episodes ago that, you know, we were we're at 25, you know, or yeah. something like that and it's it, it's ramped up, which isn't a whole bunch, but it's still it's growth. It's, it's improvement. Growth, yeah. It's we're just we're just like um I mean, we literally, I mean, it's in our it's in most of our descriptions. We're just Two Dude, dudes two from, bums from small Indiana town, talking Indiana, Indiana yeah. talking shit. <laughs> we'll talk you about know, anything, man. Yeah, got him so on a laptop. We, we, and that's what's cool about a, modern technology, man. It's like, the, I mean, the, the dude who drives a semi, your buddy that drives a semi. Yeah, yeah, Jason. Well, <laughs> yeah. Rex, Rex too. Rex oh, tried, no, yeah. no, no, you're talking about Kyle. Kyle, Kyle. popped in here that yeah. one time when he was saying that, you know, he listens to us when, he, when he's on the road, you know, so... uh 
Oh, dude, Colin yeah, Matt said they ordered, they ordered shirts. shirts. Nice. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah, dude. Enjoy. Yeah, John's sporting one right now. So, uh, yeah. So I, I don't I, know what colors you guys do. got. These are the black ones. I, and I hope you, I hope you like them. I did all the graphics for the shirts with John's little input and help and stuff. So, um, and I redo all the graphics again for season three. So, um, yeah. So we got to start. We'll start working on. Um, a new intro and stuff as well. I, I usually do all the audio part of it and piecing all that together. So all that little audio file that you hear in the beginning is just a bunch of pieces put together into one. Don't give them all the and secrets, then, man. Oh, I got to. They got to yeah, understand no, how it no. works. No, fuck them. <laughs> but... So I basically I do all the audio stuff. I piece everything together. <laughs> Dano does all the uh, video stuff, and he pieces his together. And we figure out this and this, and then I send him everything, and he just kind of like fine tunes it. What do it, you think of this? Okay, that's cool. Nope, that sucks. Don't like it. No, all right, no, back to the this, drawing board. <laughs> yeah, see if we can find the sound effects for this one. <laughs> yeah. So, oh man, uh, we appreciate the fact that you guys look forward to it on Monday. We do too. <laughs> Uh, apologize for me and Steffi's coughing right now. We are still dying. Uh, but thank you guys so much for being here. Appreciate you ordering some merch. It does directly support the podcast and all of our subscriptions we have to go live on multiple platforms and keep this thing up and running. I did, however, get a new fresh discount on my internet and faster speeds. So we're broadcasting in higher definition tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm still on I'm still on the Amish hamster, internet. Hamster, hamster Amish, Amish hamster internet. <laughs> be be careful what you get when you're online shopping too. Right. Yeah, ordered a, a German Shepherd and uh, some old Amish dude knocked on my back door. So, um, <laughs> German Shepherd. God. <laughs> do, do I do I get a little? There it is. There it is. Yeah, he was he was waiting. But then, uh, how much is it to do a podcast a year? We're honestly we're pretty low budget. Yeah, um, these you could really fuck. It. I mean, I, I I listen to podcasters that like have their own <coughs> fucking studio, completely different center location for both people. They rent a building, they renovate it. Yeah, they have the possibilities are like, endless. Like it'd basically be like taking this room and just nothing but podcast stuff. I mean, it'd be it'd be as far as like I don't know, putting couches and shit like that. But for us, uh, I don't right, know right what is now, it like fifty fifty to seventy bucks a month with yeah, the restream right, software yeah. and stuff. With the software and and the current pricing for like the subscription stuff to share on platforms and stuff. It's right right around fifty to seventy dollars a year, depending on what level I have stuff set at for the month. A year, a month. A month. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's at least it's at year, least so. it's at least fifty bucks. So probably around five so it's, to it's anywhere from seven hundred dollars yeah. a year. Yeah. That's that's what I was gonna say. Five hundred, yeah. seven hundred and, and yeah. like I said, that's not even including uh any like I've got any, a light. It, yeah, like I got a I got a background light and the yeah, cameras. Oh, the hold mic, on. Time you know, out. like like my mic was a hundred bucks, straight out of the gate. My camera, hundred twenty, hundred fifty bucks. The light was about fifty bucks. I've got like three hundred, you know, a little over three hundred fifty bucks. The monitors, the dual monitors, those were about hundred fifty bucks. So, yeah, yeah. So Dano's and like 
If you're just if my you're desk wondering, is an absolute fucking mess. But no, mine is too. I've got fucking medicine, guitar picks, cups, my box of Kleenexes over there. So um, this is what I see from here. Uh, that guy right there is the streaming computer. That's what's sending everything to all you lovely people out there. But um, this is this is what it takes. This is literally, it's it's me sitting here for hours talking to John, doing graphics and making video content and you know and i still don't have time to do all the stuff that we want to do you know so right if we if we would right. hire if we would hire a producer this would easily go to 450 500 a month because there are we could hire an editor to do everything for us and it'd be a hundred dollars a week and he would make everything and post it on social media, but we don't do that because it's our podcast. He, he would, we do it. Yeah, and, and and like, and that's where we get behind, like on all the TikTok and <laughs> stuff like that. You know, to to go back to previous episodes, clip little funny pieces out we think are funny or whatever, and then you know it, it, it all goes into. <laughs> to have somebody be able to do that and have the time to do that. Like I, like I said, we're so busy with work. We both have full-time jobs and everything else. It, it's yeah. hard to, you know, like we just did a two hour episode. We would literally have to go back and find two hours. It's like watching a movie and sort through all that and clip little pieces out, pull it, post it. What if I sponsored $500 a year from my landscaping business? Absolutely. So, so Matt actually has a, a landscaping business. That's what he does on the side. He's he is a cop by night, landscaper by day. Um, one of my buddies, uh, Elliot, and then Cole also work for him on his landscaping business too. Cole so said he they would match do that. That's sweet, awesome. If you guys would like to do that, that would be amazing. <laughs> so what what would we put that to? I think that's what he's wanting to do. Um, obviously, if you do any of that. Logos will be displayed. Yeah, we would ta- sure. we would literally and, and tag you in every single post that we make. We would do uh uh we would do if you wanted to sponsor like just the show in general, we would make you a section right off the thing, you know, welcome to Just Got Off podcast sponsored by so and so landscaping, blah blah blah, so on and so forth and then, you know, or when we do the this day in history, you know, you know, welcome to this day in history. This segment is sponsored by so on and so forth. It would pop up on the screen, bing, bang, boom. You'd be tagged in every social media post. We'd make sure that you got the exposure because between John and I's friends list, that's another 5,000 people <laughs> that yeah. you get exposed to. It's free advertising for you. So, Yeah, and, it, and it's one of those things, too, that not only is it on <coughs> not only is it on just Facebook, but it's on YouTube. Um, on Twitch, it's on Twitch. We we stream on those three: uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and then also we upload all the audio onto Spotify, Spotify every night. Yeah. So so tomorrow morning, I will put my earbuds in. Shh, not supposed to. I'll put my <laughs> earbuds in at work, and I will listen to every single episode while I'm at work, just to listen for the audio things and constantly be telling Daniel, hey, like. I think like like I we had a discussion about it today. Earlier. Hey yeah. man, I was really fucking loud last episode. You were really quiet. Let's turn you up. You were constantly making adjustments and trying to improve this every week. So right. um 
I know there's some different things that Dano could use on his end. We were just talking about one of the little, what the fuck did you call that thing? So it's got all the buttons. Auto Stream Deck. Yeah, so it's, he could basically program a bunch of different things into a, like, it's a little box and it's got buttons. So when we do our layouts and stuff for our intro and everything else, all he's got to do is hit a button instead of trying to find it, click it. It's yeah. all programmed in there and he hits the button and it makes things so much fucking easier for us. Yeah, all, but the, all the stuff you see on it, your screen is, is literally a button. You know, the, the little yeah. thing, the little social media logo right here. You know, all of that is 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 me putting that stuff in there and if I want to turn that on and off and do that stuff and have stuff prepared and things and you know mute John or turn John's camera off one time see I can just reach over here and click that bye bye John no one can see you now <laughs> you can go ahead and pick your nose it's fine yeah got it I got that boogie <laughs> got that boogie got that boogie I so. turned it back on when I was eating it no I'm just <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, but we no, appreciate so you that, guys. If that yeah. is something that yeah. you guys are interested in, I I will. I mean, get a hold of me after this. Personal message me. Um, if I don't get with you tonight, just because I gotta be up at five a.m., I'm completely open to discussing it. Seeing how you would want your, um, you know, how you would want your money spread. If you would like to see us get different, um, I guess like like the Stream Deck software and yeah, new mics you, or whatever however you, know, you want it however done. you want however yeah. you want it distributed just for your for your pleasure <laughs> that's that's what we're here for yep so yeah um i know the um i think it's just got off pc at paypal is the paypal for sure if you did just want to just directly support the stream you can donate through that uh, let me see if i can find that real quick it's here somewhere um bum 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 uh Cole, we do not have we a do cash not have app. Cash we, app. No. Um we so we started a PayPal just because it's something that Dano and I can mutually put into and yeah. then like all of our streaming software is pulled from that PayPal account. We actually have a card that is <coughs> set up off of that PayPal. That way when yeah. we purchase things, we could purchase it through strictly that account. Um I think um let me look. I have it stored on the on the PayPal. What it, I'm pretty sure it's the just got off PC yeah, at just, gmail.com. Yeah, just got off PC at gmail.com is the PayPal. Yeah, so I'll post that in there. Yeah, pop that, that is there. the email address for the PayPal account if Ooh. you would like to do it on there. Um and then, I mean, if that's something that you want to do, uh, we are racing Saturday at Columbus. So, I mean, if that's if, if cash is easier, then that's fine as well. And then I can just put it in that account and then transfer everything over to the PayPal as well. So, yeah. and then also, I guess if we do that, logos. Got to get us some logos over to us. That way we can... Get everything yeah. set up to put it up here on the streaming software. Yeah, or if you if you had a logo or something that you wanted to upgrade, I would be more than happy to to re, Dano does all re, this. revamp <laughs> your uh, revamp your logo. You know, I can do whatever. <laughs> yeah, awesome. absolutely, Matt. Yeah, thank you guys so much. That'd be that'd be fantastic. So yeah, you guys do it however you want to send it to us. Uh, I I my myself would prefer to just send it to the PayPal for 
for tax reasons. You guys can write that off as donations for your business contributions. Yeah, PayPal would be. And Cole, I we're gonna hook you up right here at Just Got Off Podcast. <laughs> we're gonna hook you up, baby, and you'll love it. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, that's really cool how this all just came together. If there's anybody else that's listening to this live or listening to it later, uh, watching it later, however, however you are supporting us right now, um, if you are here, you are supporting the podcast. <laughs> yeah, period. Yeah. You don't have to do if, anything. If you do want to do? Here. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you do like Dana said earlier, if you do want to get merchandise, all all that goes into our account to help pay for this, make it happen. Um, if there is any other ways that you would like to help us, kind of like uh, Hedrick's Landscaping and Cole Murray's Auto Automotive, you know they're they're wanting to pitch in and do something. You can get a hold of us at uh, justcutoffpc at gmail dot com. You can private message Dana or I personally, or just um, message us on the Facebook page itself. Um, and like I said, if it if it's a logo logo is an issue, it's not anymore. We can handle that. We'll we can get it. you taken care of in yep. multiple different ways. So we will give you um, as much exposure as we possibly can. We will. <laughs> I will. I think that one Matt, time they researched <laughs> and said that you can sell up to eighty percent of a screen without causing seizures or some shit like that with <laughs> for advertisements. So uh, we could definitely do that. So. <laughs> Awesome. So, uh, Matt's that, all, I like it. And Matt, Matt's automatically volunteering Hunter Rayburn too. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we can about cover all aspects there because Hunter does all the diesel performance stuff. Cole does automotive <laughs> and precision stuff while helping the landscaping. It goes full circle with, uh, right. Matt's landscaping stuff. So they, they both can fuck up a bunch of yards and Matt can fix them. I love it. There we it's go. It's a full circle. I'm like a big giant circle jerk. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Wrong answer. All right, we have out kicked our coverage. We have went way over. I'm gonna go eat my dinner and get ready to go to bed. <laughs> I don't know who the hell. Tag everybody you want to in the post. Man, uh, thank you guys for being here so much. We appreciate it. This has been episode number 12 of season two. 12 is a good number, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's Super what, good that number. was number. Uh... Winky wink face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, if you guys do want to support the podcast, like, you know, you can do a PayPal cash app through John's mom, whatever you want to do. <laughs> whatever you do, send us a message. We'll figure it all out. So thank you guys for being here. I got to get all my stuff ready. I don't even know where I'm at. I got windows closed. Everything's going on. Uh, good night, ladies Actually and gentlemen. Actually going to do the send-off? Send us home, Bex. <laughs> See you guys next week, Monday, 830. Peace out. Peace.